I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. Let's go get them. Know your history. I love that part. I know. <laughs> he said, know your history. Uh, I just love how it's just like a, a little mini chop. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> I like the don't play yourself, kid. Play the system. That's right. Gem. That's the best. That's yeah. Just reading the people. Don't because. play yourself. <laughs> anyway. That was it. The, that was it. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> As we oh have my gosh. Our conversations. Yeah, well, a to add pine to the conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to both the, the podcast itself as well as this conversation. Yes, I feel like sometimes I know I do forget I'm on air and I'm just talking to you and I'm like, oh, shoot, okay, let me pay attention. Bring it back. Bring it, bring it back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, hello. <laughs> hello. What's going on? What you been getting into? Life, you know. Life. Yes. <laughs> I like how you said that. Life. <laughs> I wish they could see your head motion too with that. Oh you like gosh. pause and then turn. <laughs> yeah. How much? What's the? Isn't there like a percentage where like so much is of communication is body language or like visual? What is that? Oh, it is. We're, we're, yeah. We're, I don't know what it's called, but I know we're. Visual There's a ratio people. though. There's like an actual scientific something, right? Where it's like seventy percent of communication is. Oh, I bet. I bet. I read something about that, too. Yeah. Like, people are more than likely to um, believe your action over what you're verbally saying. And they remember Mm. how how you're saying what you're saying as opposed to what you're saying what you're saying. Yes. It's like a deep study in, like, sales, too. Yes. Yeah. And how you sell to people and knowing that just being a human being, we're very visual people, so... And it all accumulates around the colors we use, facial expressions we use, literally everything. Yeah. Well, that okay. So now that you're saying that, yes, because I even remember like people talking about it with our masks that we have to wear now uh, Mm -hmm. and how like the majority of your face is covered up. And so then it like takes away like a huge part of communication. Yeah. Uh, And it's hard watching like those TV shows or those movies that incorporate masks (laughs) in the show. Like I get they're trying to portray, you know, what's going on in the world right now. But it's like... I'm not feeling it. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not exactly. What you're giving me, I need more. You know for what real, I mean? For real. And so oh my gosh. I realize like a lot of shows, they just ditch the mask, or they'll have it in certain scenes because it's like you can't really like. How do you maintain an acting career with the mask over your face the entire yeah. time? You know, seriously, I mean, that, it's such a, a huge thing. Yeah, yeah it's our like. Eyes. i can't even imagine trying to like act behind it too i'd be so over it you know Mm -mm. like having to live your life with the mask and then get on camera and then be like okay now act like you're doing this thing with this mask on like you're angry you're mad you're sad but you can't you can't tell oh my gosh out there actors and actresses oh sure enough shout out to all of them 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just hands down. And the writers, too, because they're having to, like, work on their toes. All of them. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Which was funny, even seeing the split, like... We're watching. Right? (laughs) Well, as, like, as the pandemic even started, just, like, seeing the split of, like, the people who were trying to, like, oh, it'll be done in a few months, so we're just going to continue programming as is, and then the other ones who were like, nope, it's full lockdown Mm -hmm. mode, full masks, full separation, uh... I don't know, it's been, like, strange watching it play out. I was one of those people at the start of the pandemic. I was like, okay, like, I'm sure it's just going to be, like, any of those other diseases we've heard of, and it's just going to come and go. Let me go on about my life, you know. I'll wait for the news to say, you know, it's over. You know, I'll be scrolling one day, and it's gone, and even though I already forgot about it, like, okay, cool, it's gone. Like, I didn't didn't think it was going to get to this, I think, Anybody yeah. knows they didn't think it was going to get to this, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's what's wild, because I remember, like, the initial thought being like, okay, so the next couple weeks, we're just going to do this thing. By fall, everything will be gone, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, we'll have to sacrifice a summer. You know, it's okay, people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and here we are, like, 18 months deep, you know? <laughs> like, Mandates oh. are back. Oh my gosh! Came Hot Girl Summer circle, was so almost. quick. Uh, just, very, very yeah. quick. <laughs> <laughs> just barely even put my hands on my knees. Barely got to shake <laughs> any ass. <laughs> and just no thought shit um, because it was that quick. Uh, <laughs> just gosh. completely over. Uh, mm-hmm. Which we're heading into Labor Day weekend. Um, we are, and I completely <laughs> forgot it was Labor Day weekend. My mom's like, oh yeah, four-day week, and I'm like, for what? Like, she's like, Labor Day. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, it's uh, Labor Day weekend's always uh, special around my household. It's the actual, or it's the anniversary uh, of my parents. Uh, um, so yeah, I know, they're, cr- they're they're just a few years away from getting that 30 years together. Oh, that's amazing to hear. Yeah, that indigenous so, love, right? <laughs> so you know, married there at the Catholic Church in Lapa, Idaho, tiny little <laughs> structure with like tons of family packed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back in an old early nineteen nineties rom com film esque background uh yeah, yeah anyways they probably so, have like yeah. do they go for like long vacations yeah it, it, i mean it works out perfectly uh there's like ellensburg rodeo was like a mainstay for a lot of their anniversaries because uh, it mm-hmm. coincided the same weekend so they'd go to ellensburg ellensburg rodeo um and then over the last however many years they've been switching it up going to different places or just doing different staycations and whatnot so yeah, yeah it's wild That's heading cool. into uh Labor Day weekend, because then it's it's that reminder right then, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, and then for everyone else, end of summer going into like school year again. Yeah, uh, which is probably traumatic for a lot of parents. <laughs> the parents that are sending their kids to school. <laughs> anyway, I went, uh, actually, yeah, so I have a local coffee shop, which is literally one street over, and I was walking, walking to it, and there's a school, like, actually, there's quite a few schools on my block, so it's a very okay. family-oriented neighborhood. So okay. As I was walking, you have to pass a school, and there was a mass amount of kids, probably one for every 10, had a mask on, and the (laughs) teachers didn't even have a mask on, and I'm like, Lord, have mercy. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm just like, 
How are they not enforcing all? But then at the end, again, they're kids. Kids are going to be kids. It's not the kids' fault at yeah. all. It's always the parents' fault. But I'm like, dang, are we ready for this? <laughs> like, yeah. At all? Yeah. And like, I, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. I'm like, safety should always be a priority. Therefore, as a country, we'll get through this together. You'll yeah. be able to take another year off, take another year off. Um, but I understand parents who can't, you know, afford to keep their kids. Like, there's always all mm-hmm. these different scenarios that, you know, we come full circle. But I feel like the health of the kids should be the number one priority and there should at least be options as opposed to just going into the school. But I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm sure these numbers are going to escalate, unfortunately, and I feel bad for the kids. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Well, I feel Even bad for them all. Back to school. It's just, you feel bad for all? <laughs> yes, I do too. Well, because even like literally in a meeting just the other week, um, there was this lady and she was like, and my kids go back to school. And so, you know, yay, they'll be, you know, like she was happy because, you know, getting the space back, you know, being out of the house, the kids are out doing the thing. Mommy finally gets a break. Uh, and as she was saying that, I was just sitting there like... <laughs> Do you you know, just like, like full size. I was just like, good luck, you know? And I mean this in the best way. It's very much just like what you're saying, you know? I'm just like, I don't know how long it's going to uh, to stay, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that the kids are like in person, in school, mixing in this way. Again, just mm-hmm. the climate of everything that we're in right now. Uh, and then coming across these like real life examples. So yeah, when she was like, so just which you know celebrate the small things don't let me knock anything yeah. in anybody's day however i was just kind of like oh gosh too uh geez like yeah seems like i feel it's like gonna... the school should have at least had the option of giving them know. you know online yeah. Yeah, yeah, online yeah. an online option but dang i mean i understand parents who don't want to like their kids to be held back or whatever but like i feel like even if it was just one more semester or the next six months just to see or five months or however long we're in to, um, yeah. until spring to um <laughs> to see how it to see how it plays out. But I mean we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's all we can ever really do is just finally yeah. step back and let go and be like, All right, well, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. Exactly. And uh, when we revisit conversations at another point in time, Mm -hmm. we'll know what happened. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Like, I try not to speak for, like, parents at all, because I have so much respect for mothers and fathers. Don't ever let me. Exactly. But, like... I'm like, I can barely keep myself up, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... For real, anyway, I was like, how did we even end up there? Uh, I don't know. We were, I don't have no idea. Oh, I was walking to get some coffee. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, what did you get into this week? I feel like I've seen a few things on some social media. Oh, yeah. And I've seen you at this very, very, very nice house. Oh, okay. What okay. Was the vibes there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I had like, a cute little meetup with like a couple of my cousins. Uh, we got an Airbnb out like basically countryside, a small town, mm-hmm. um, McCall, Idaho. Um, this huge, large house with like big open spaces everywhere. And we just like came together and cooked and chilled out. And, uh, yeah, that's you know? a whole vibe. A <laughs> yeah, whole vibe. exactly. Yeah. Um, where we could just like be inside, outside. We could like all be all over the place. Um, Mm. in this large Airbnb, you know, and it just allowed for us to like be about, uh, 
in like yeah. a very chill way, you know, where nobody really had to like, there was nothing on the agenda other than to like eat. I love those friends. You know? <laughs> that was that it. <laughs> we brought food and drink, and that was it. You know? It's like when nobody has dietary restrictions, or right? not pescatarian, flexitarian, vegetarian. Like, yeah. the list goes on. And it's like, when you can find people who have no restrictions, or the same restrictions as you, yep. you found your tribe. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. keep those people. <laughs> yep, exactly. So yeah, it was dope. Uh, th- that was that was what it was. Uh, beyond that, it was cool to have <laughs> a moment to drive by myself uh, because McCall's about a five hour trip from Spokane. Yes. Uh, so then that gave like podcast time, uh, and I think I, I did like Beyonce's homecoming album that too. Never gets to old. like. Yeah, you can right. Play that almost at any time. And exactly. It will lift your spirits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, I played the album at the top. So like from Spokane, basically to Lapway to mm-hmm. Nesparks Express to like feel back up because it's like a little bit about two hours, uh, mm-hmm. and then yeah, uh, the rest I I listened to a few podcast episodes. Uh, which was cool on the way back, just having that length of time. My cousin actually gave me uh, access to an audiobook. Uh, I don't remember the title of the actual one that I listened to yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was able to listen to like the majority of the audiobook on the way home. And, you know, Good. in the same way that like you do like your daily readings on like inspirational business, any type of learning, it felt good to be back in like a learning sphere. Um, yeah. yeah, so. That was cool. And car rides are perfect for it because you have right. like you have so much time. You know, I do I do um, I do the Apple books, but I mean it's, okay. I mean, it's still an audio book. I know some people do Kindle or whatever, but yeah, I always like so I set goals every month of how many books I want to finish. Yeah, and so that's like an easy way to achieve my goals. So uh, whether I'm walking somewhere, driving somewhere, working out, it's like I'm banging out two habits at one time and. You know, and obviously I'm gaining something out of it in yeah. terms of like positivity and just energy and yeah. et cetera. So five hours on the road is a lot. So that's a yeah. good, good amount of time to get your little daily dose of Beyonce and a little snippet of, you know, <laughs> right. mental wellness. <laughs> exactly. Had to it's mix it all up, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're looking at comprehensive health here. We're looking at <laughs> bringing joy to the entire person. Exactly. Uh, Yo, uh, okay, so do you do a lot of your audiobooks then? Or, like, do you do a lot of audiobooks? Or do you do most of your reading, like, physically reading? Um, I think I physically read... I wouldn't say I physically... Well, yeah. It just depends on the month and how busy I'm going to be. I definitely... Phys- okay. I physically read every morning, or at least I try to. Yeah. Um, and then... I do audiobooks, like I said, when I, while I'm doing something or if I really have something I have to get done today because there's a deadline or, you know, I have no time because I have to get this, this and this. I put it on in the background um, with my headphones, obviously nothing else playing, but like I just listen to it while I'm working. And so okay. in that way, that knocks out, you know, I get closer to finishing my monthly goal of reading that book and I count it as a book because, well, it is. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But everybody has different forms. It's like, you're getting the same exact, you know, information. It doesn't yeah. matter how you take it in. I just, I personally, personally like physical books because it gets you, you can, I per, like, I highlight 
things that resonate with me, I put in like post-it so that way I can jump to it if I am having a bad day or I needed a reminder or what what would that book say about this because I'm feeling this way right now. So I'll go back in, read that and it's highlighted so it jumps out of the page at me. Um, so I get more out of a physical book. I prefer a physical physical book for that reason, but I do audiobooks as well just to achieve, you know, just still giving me that um what's the word I'm looking for? Still giving me basically that check mark of yeah. um getting that stimulate the stimulation of reading, I guess, yeah. by yeah. um just listening to audiobooks. So I do both. But <clears throat> I do prefer I always recommend physical books just so that way you can make your own personal notes. And it's nice when you yeah. can pick up the book five years later and be like, Oh, I want to read this book again and to see the growth of what resonated with you then and yeah. what resonated with you now. And that maybe it's the same thing, but you think about it in a different way, you cool. know. So yes. So yeah, <laughs> I do hopefully a thinking about it in a different way, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or actually, I don't know. Right? Oh man, it's not funny. Yeah. Oh man. We're like, oh, yeah. this is the reason why I'm back at the book. No, I'm playing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't uh, prefer like I prefer like self like mental wellness and self awareness and you know all of those types of books in physical form, but like my business books i like having those as audiobooks like i love listening to grant cardone mm. okay. when i need okay. a pump of motivation because he just gets you going like you with the, you he talks like he's on crack because he's so excited and what he's telling you and you gotta do this and you gotta do this and so when i have those books those give me motivation so i have a lot of those as audiobooks um or I have malcolm x speeches on my audiobooks so anything that gets that kind of adrenaline going that gets me physically working or doing things like that so yeah i prefer though i prefer business like i said business books as audiobooks and self-help books as um physical books but yeah. i do have a mix in there like there are a couple books that are self-awareness books because i mean if i can't physically read and i'm on vacation or depending on the setting or if i'm waiting for something you know and it's going to be a few hours then i can listen to that and i still get my dosage and i can you know make my notes or write my mantra with my little journal or whatever um, yeah. it's good to have those in a mix so yeah in a long answer that's how i um <laughs> yeah no i love it thank you for that well because it's, it's yeah. yeah it's it's like it helps and like you said just like even like listening to like the excitement or the passion behind somebody's voice their presentation how like that even has like it's a whole vibrational thing it just like affects you in a different way mm. uh, yeah so there is a lot of power in audiobooks themselves uh which I love, which you just reminded me too. Cause I, that's actually something that I wanted to uh, do in my life actually is to make like a playlist of the different audio files that I have of Nespers legends being told Nimi Putinki uh, in the Nespers language. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. Cause I was just thinking about that. I was like, I have about 10 stories in an audio file uh, and I think you can find more just online. Uh, yeah. Just putting those in mm -hmm. like a playlist and then having that play at a certain point, you know, where it's like, even if I'm not understanding everything, I think with repetition, mm -hmm. you know, just sheer repetition of like hearing the words and like how everything is like constructed, like how a story flows even, uh, yeah. that, you know, that's a powerful tool, I guess, uh, in trying to move forward. So 
thank you for even talking about uh, your connection with audiobooks and switching back and forth because uh, that just reminded me of that part of uh, a thing that I was, you know, had on my plate before and I just never put into action. Mm-hmm. No, that's an awesome idea. Yeah. Uh, wow. Anyways, <laughs> you said something about vacation, which, uh, yes, for vacation, because you were just on an island uh, and back now here on the mainland. Ooh, it feels yeah. kind of colonizing to say that uh <laughs> colonial uh however pr um how was that for you go i was in san juan Come on. and so as you know i was in santa fe the week before <laughs> right. the market, and ooh, you're just going to all the saints and santas <laughs> in a good way but, but a lot of beating a yeah. lot of body you know aches and crooks and all yes. that stuff. so i was like your girl needs a vacation yes you just so, missed it she was like popping locking like she was in you got served but yeah so the next so this last week i went to puerto rico and um Literally, as I was leaving, my phone was going off with customers, and I was like, oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> so I like, made a post. I was like, on vacation until further notice. Yes. Oh my gosh, date. I shared that. I said, You better <laughs> you claim <did>. it then. <laughs> I just said, Until further ner- notice, you know, leave me alone. Like, I love y'all, but right. leave me alone, you know? So, oh. um, so I basically just kind of shut off everything and, um, even before I left, like if anyone who truly, truly knows me knows I'm a workaholic. Like my dad loves it, but he hates it at the same time. Okay. Because he's like, whenever you're here, you're just, you know, working, working, working. You got to get off your computer, get off, get out of this room or whatever. And so I work a lot. And so um, it was very hard for me. I literally was like, all right, I'm going to bring this project and this project with me. I'm going to bring this because I can get these sketches done. And then literally right before I was le- leaving, I was like, I'm not bringing any of this. Yes. And... I'm like, I might regret this later, but I'm not bringing anything. I'm either going to yes. kill myself and hate myself for it, or I'm going to love myself for it. And I definitely loved myself for it. <laughs> so yes. once I got there, I went with my aunt and my cousin. Um, it was our little girl's family trip. And so um, that's exactly what I did. I just relaxed. I ate amazing food. You know, I got me a nice massage. That was my biggest splurge. And, yes. and I, I'm one of those people who feel so guilty for doing things for myself. And it's a okay. habit I definitely need to change i'm not okay. saying it's right i'm not yeah. proud of it don't get me wrong you're you're but, able to identify it that's step yes. one and so <laughs> i like was like you know what michaela you, you need this massage you're you know your back's feeling funny your neck's feeling funny you know you weren't you deserved it with how hard you've been working not only this past month but this past year so I went out and got me a massage and it was amazing. And it's like, it's one of those things where it was like, so my masseuse was a guy. Cause I was like, I liked you for like really getting yep. in there. Like yep. there's, there's months of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for real. Yeah. You got to break all this pains. down, work through exactly. it all, release it all, please. And literally, I'm like, laying there, I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is, but he understands me. Yes, (laughs) that is the best. Like when you get a massage, like you get me. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that was my biggest splurge of the weekend, and you know, it's not even that big of a splurge, but it was the most rewarding splurge of the weekend. Otherwise, like I said, I ate great food, checked out Old San Juan, spent like 
90% of the beach, 90% of the time on the beach. Okay. Uh, my aunt and my cousin, they're not beach people. Apparently, they're more pool people, you know. But oh, I'm like, we're on okay. an island. I'm going yeah. on this beach. So it was kind of like serene, too, because I was there, you know, by myself. And I was completely okay with that because yeah. I'm like... It's so like just hearing the ocean, you know, reading or just chilling and, you know, just being so present in that moment by not wow. having someone talking to me, my phone blowing up or whatever. It just allowed me to be present, you know. And so that's kind of was my weekend for the most part, just good food, the beach and just relaxation. And then um, stayed there for a while. Went there, I think it was about five or six days. And then I just got back and now I'm back to reality, but good reality to where I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm ready to start working. I'm ready to start moving and shaking. So it was, wow. it was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. I didn't realize yes. it would, it was like five days. Yeah. Let me see. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, it, was it was six a days nice chunk I of left, time. I left like my flight was early in the morning. I got there in the morning. Like it was a quick flight for from where I'm at. So in oh DC, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that has to be yeah, really close. Really quick flight, and so it was good. It was good. It was. It's probably the longest. Like like I don't even remember the last time I've had a vacation, or let alone just not picked up my beads for that long amount of time. Like wow, or doing anything. Not even my beads. Just not doing anything yeah. like I maybe answered a couple emails for some future projects I'm hoping to have going on um, but that was kind of it like I didn't I didn't really do much so besides just like I said be as present as possible that was my goal like yeah. that was it so yeah and one thing I did speaking of the whole COVID situation <laughs> one thing I definitely <laughs> noticed was they take COVID so much more seriously than we do wow. and it was commendable you know wow. so like as soon as um before I left I obviously had to fill out like this little survey and i was given um <clears throat> a code from when i get there they can validate you know that i'm either vaccinated or you have a negative test like you have to read all this stuff um in order beforehand beforehand before you get there so that mm -hmm. way once you get there they can verify you so really not a big deal sounds like a big deal but not a huge process yeah. um so i did that <laughs> and like i get there and they have like hazmat suits on like checking our code oh making my sure we're gosh. straight at the airport yeah. leave the airport everybody has a mask on just through the whole weekend i could tell like they took it seriously because there wasn't one place including outside to where no one was wearing it like there wasn't one person not wearing a mask like it was crazy like out here like i'm so used to it's so normal to be outside and like nobody's having a mask because we're yep. outside you know i'm guilty of it too yeah. like oh we're outside you know it doesn't matter yep. but out there everybody walking in the streets have a mask on even if there's not even anybody like yards away from them they have their mask on and then wow. when we go to restaurants people have their mask on until their food comes you can't take it off until your food comes. And then, like, before you go to a restaurant, you have to show either your vaccination card or you have to show um, a negative test. So wow. they were on it. Yeah. And they ID you with the vaccination card, everything. Wow. So, um, and then they think they just started another curfew. Like, they shut down at midnight. So it was actually really nice, you know. Yeah. At first, it seemed like okay. it's not like it was over the top. Like a redneck would hate it because yeah. <laughs> they would, it probably seems over the top. Yeah, but it was 
it was kind of reassuring and I really liked how seriously they took it. And then I get back here walking to my coffee shop. You know, oh, yeah. Easy <laughs> bring days. Bring that story back. And like yeah. literally nobody's wearing a mask in the coffee shop. Like nobody. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's one of those things to where like human beings have that feeling of just wanting to be like everyone else in the room. Mm. Like if you stand out, you're in the wrong. Or if you stand yeah. out, it brings attention to you when you don't want attention. And so I'm like sitting there and I like I, fin- I already finished my latte, already finished my breakfast. And I'm like, I'm going to put my mask back on because all these people have no masks on. This guy literally like two feet away from me, like has no mask on. He's over here chuckling it up on mm-hmm. whatever he's watching on his laptop. So I'm yeah. just like, bruh. I don't need your 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 breath particles coming into my face. So, <laughs> so I noticed the difference and it was kind of weird because I was in Puerto Rico for so long that that's what I was doing. And I'm just like, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy how yeah. our like our states just they don't take it serious or as yeah. seriously, you know. We're trying to get through this together, so we just gotta do what we gotta do, you know. So, uh, well, even yeah, right so that here, was Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, well, because like right on the border of Idaho and Washington, there's different experiences, you know, like mm-hmm. being here in quote unquote a bigger city of Spokane compared to the small towns just outside of Spokane on the Washington side and or on the Idaho side. Uh, it's you, you you feel the difference you know and it's mm-hmm. crazy how like even just the simple act of wearing a mask can feel like such a statement yeah. <laughs> you know where you're like if i if anywhere else like when i'm when i'm at home when i go to the grocery store we wear the masks because i live in washington there's a mask mandate everyone in there wear masks wears masks you know so i'm used to wearing a mask into the grocery store yet then i go to you know a place just outside of here uh, in a smaller town or it doesn't even have to necessarily be a smaller town yet uh, oftentimes yeah it's that very much it's that thing where it's like well now i feel those pressures of being different <laughs> because yeah. i'm wearing a face covering <laughs> uh, exactly. and no one else is and so then now it becomes like well do i take the thing off where you know sometimes i do that where i'm just like well i guess i don't want to be like unlike everyone so i'll take yeah. this thing off um in a certain situation or yeah then or you keep it on and then you just have to like feel defiant like exactly. <laughs> like i'm proving a point here <laughs> which no, is like oh. yeah well, I, I felt like that when i was sitting there because i literally was like around the entire room people just walking around and i'm just like this ain't for me i'm like i'm just gonna have to be that different one but i noticed once i put my mask on the guy that was just a couple feet away from me put his mask on and he didn't yeah. have it on the entire time and then this kid he came back to sit by like on the couch and he had his mask on. And so yeah. people, I think, took to that. I'm assuming I'm not going to say, oh, I'm the one that led to change. But like, they, <laughs> you can claim it. I'll let you have it. Don't that. play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think they noticed, noticed that. And I'm assuming they put their mask on. But it's just like, it shouldn't even be an issue. You know what I mean? To yeah. Where, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get it when you're eating. Of course, wear your mask. You know, you yeah. shouldn't have to take a bite, put it on, take a bite, put it on. Like, <laughs> or like cut a little that. hole in the center. I know. I know people out there are doing that. Right. But, um, or like a zippable or something like that. <laughs> Defeats the entire purpose. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so it's just like, come on, y'all. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get rid of this pandemic and act right. But for sure. Yo, I did a training and yeah, I walked into a, the building and the building on everywhere outside, it's like mask mandate, wear your mask. Can't enter without your mask, you know? 
mm-hmm. and then I walk into this room and then it's like three people who know each other, you know, they're all in community together and none of them are wearing a mask. And so then I'm wearing a mask. And then, then you see just the very thing that you're describing who are then like, well, then another person will put theirs on. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well now then another person will put it on. And then it turns out, oh, now everybody in the room is just wearing their mask, yeah. you know, uh, where it's like, I, I didn't even mean for that to happen. You know, I was like, I was mm-hmm. literally just following your rules. Uh, exactly. And sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like they have those signs, like it's mandatory. And then you yeah. got Karen who walks up in the store with Ken and is just like, you know, they're not wearing anything. The American flag t-shirts, you know, and yeah. they're, they're really bad tans and they'd walk in the store and just Ken act like nod. everything's straight. Like, <laughs> you know, and then it's like, okay, is this mandatory or not? And that was the other thing when I was at the ho- like our hotel or our like, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna say our resort because your girl put that coin down and she, yes. she deserves, to, deserves to say that. Let us know. Paint <laughs> I don't, a I don't picture. Want to be right now. <laughs> but, um, but um, but yeah. So at my resort, the um, the guy, the doorman, <laughs> Karen and Ken came in the door. And they, he was no masks on, and he was like, "Excuse me." He was quick. He snatched up his Ziploc bag with the with the masks in it, oh. and was like, "You need to put this on." And so she put it on. And then I came back. We went out somewhere, I think, to dinner. And I came back, and they had like the little, you know, like at um, concerts or you know, or even at the airport where they have those like barriers or the not the fence that's really dramatic, but the things to where you know. You pull. I'm describing yeah. this really badly, but like it's like a belt, and then it yeah, clicks. And a the belt separators that are yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah. like seat belts. <laughs> yeah, yeah and elastic. I came back and they yeah. had one of those up because Karen and Ken try to walk past them. And oh, I'm just like you guys. Are oh, like a physical down. blockade. Yes. Oh my like, gosh. Wow. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes. Uh, I'll be embracing it because, again, I live in Spokane Valley. And the other day, just, uh, yeah, on, uh, the other day, let's stick with that. Uh, I walked down to the store and I was like a block away from the store. And I was on the phone and I was like, gosh, darn it. Forgot my mask. Uh, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm here. Uh, and like right when I was having that thought, um, or I was like, you know, I was like, I'm in this space and these people around me, they just be a bogart in their way around into places, you know, no concern mm-hmm. ever. And I was like, I just need to embrace that spirit. Um, and as I was literally having that thought, I was witnessing a person like very boldly just like walking into the store, like maskless, you know, and just like not a care in their world. Um, and I was like, well, I guess that's going to be me um, <laughs> just to get a single drink. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there, there's a, yeah, there's power in the audacity, which uh, power yeah. can, can be corrosive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I trying to say here as I uh, self-incriminate? Uh, <laughs> It's okay. Own your truth. Own uh, it. <laughs> this is an example of personhood and the imperfection in humankind, okay. you know, and it's all a process. Uh, Live in it. Live in that truth. Live in that truth. Yo, I yeah, mean, trying happens. to establish and I one at least. I moment to where, like, I just, I'm like, oh, shoot, forgot my mask. Like, yeah. So I'm just going to, because, like, there's places where I'm just running in and out. So yeah. I just throw my shirt over my I nose. was literally going I mean, in to get a single drink in a gas station. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. 
Anyways, most people have like masks there, like complimentary masks. But yeah. like, if not, I just throw my. I forgot where I was, and I just like, threw my shirt over my nose. Not like, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the front, and I put it over my nose and ran and got what I needed left. But yeah, I don't know. COVID, COVID, COVID. Yeah, for real. Just the fact that these conversations are even happening. It's just like, again, mind boggle of the life, uh, of the life of the times. That was my... Uh, Hopefully not for life. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I hope not. I mean, I'm sure... Gosh, it'll probably be another few years. But anyway, that was my trip. It was very, very good. Very, very safe. Hopefully, hopefully I yeah. don't nothing back, but... <laughs> well, you've been uh, feeling fine, yeah. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Oh, and then I got, oh my gosh, I got bit up like crazy. Oh, you know, word. Like, fly, and they're not mosquitoes. Okay, right? that's what I was going to say. Like, what is it? They're, they like So they even had a note, and your girl definitely just did not pay attention to it <laughs> until it was too late. But okay. Was, they had a little note in your room, and it was like, okay, just so you know, be aware. They're called sand bites, and they're insects or whatever. Like, they had all different types of names for them. And so then they're like, make sure to grab some insect spray at our tower, towel booth. And I didn't read that. And so I'm like hanging out by the pool, chilling and um, at night, because that's when they came out, like the beach closed at five. So I was like, I'm gonna go chill by the pool, went by the pool, just chatting it up, you know, with people having a good old merry time. Yeah. What you're there to do. Exactly. (laughs) Next morning, I wake up to itching and I was like, what the heck is going on? Wake up. There was bites all over me, like literally oh, all geez. over me. I'm like, are you kidding? And they're not as bad as mosquito bites. Now, those really are like irritable. Like, you know, they drive you insane and you're like, you're really scratching. They weren't as bad, okay. but they were still, you know, bothersome. And I go to the bathroom and I finally read that little sign. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, I did not do any of this, but it wasn't bad. So that was my only little downfall. But like, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it was a great trip, but. If you go to San Juan, make sure you got some some spray. Yeah, I was going to say, is this spray complimentary? Because they said it was by yeah, the yeah, towel thing. It is. So it's just it like is. a thing. They just know. They knew. And <laughs> I like went there. I'm like, yeah, I got bit up pretty bad yesterday. And oh, she was dang. like, yeah, they come out right at five. And I'm like, that's exactly when I left the beach. Like, I didn't get him at the beach. It was at the pool. But phew, it was crazy. Jeez. Yeah. So we'll never heard of that. Love, Makes love sense, trip. though. And I'm glad I didn't get bit before my massage because I'm like, that poor man, like, she's got a disease. <laughs> right, just bumps everywhere. And you're just, like, reaching yes. back and scratching. Like, I Periodically. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I was so grateful. It was actually that night. So I got the massage that morning. And then that night, I think, is when I got bit up. Cause the next oh, morning, that's I right. You still had the remnants. They, they were attracted like, well, to, the, to the openness they, in your aura. They love the dark meat. They love the dark meat. And so, but I was like, I'm just glad it was towards the end of the trip because I'm like, this would have been terrible to go through. <laughs> but like, I'm used to like, because like, even in like where I'm at, like where I live, um, there's mosquitoes. Like, you just like, even up like on my my porch. Okay. I'll sit out there and do work and I get bit up. So I'm Because well, it's hella humid it. where you live, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm used to it to where it doesn't, like I, you know, I, I'm not the type to just sit there. It's just, it's just like, it's just really driving me crazy. I know how to deal with it. So it wasn't, it wasn't excruciating. It was just I had so many, and I was like, "Where did these come from?" <laughs> but uh, otherwise, everything was great. <laughs> uh, 
That's too good. Well, yeah, there's definitely like, yeah, different bugs that you have to like take care of in different natural habitats. I always Mm -hmm. forget about that part where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing, you know, just bebop in this whole new space. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's like an actual posted sign there for your ease and comfort to be like, yo, we already got protection for you on deck. Just show up and we'll help you out. Uh, Yeah, we just don't think about it sometimes. I'm so upset with myself. I'm literally just bopping along, making friends at the pool. Like, okay, what's your name? What's your name? Like, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm feeling a little itchy. I better just go inside and then wake up and bam. Like, oh my gosh. Like, all right, Michaela, who do you think you are? Read the signs. Well, thank but, you for the uh, yeah. the warning tale. So now that I know when I hit yes. up San Juan to uh... early mornings, late nights, watch out for those. And it's crazy because when I was sitting there at the pool, I noticed like there was a bug on me. I just I felt uh-huh. something very, very minor. I looked over and they're okay. like, they literally are like the size of gnats and they're brown. So uh. they're like super camouflage into me. <laughs> I was yeah. Just like, I was like, oh, I need to get out of here. So. I left <laughs> once I started noticing those, but it's too late. <laughs> right. They already got me. They Go got on without me. me. I've been taking no point. Yep. <laughs> All slugged up. <laughs> no yes. point. But it's definitely a beautiful country. The people are amazing as well. I had plantains with every dish I ate. Like, oh, yes. Plantains. Yeah. Rice. All of it. It was good. Yo, just the cuisine alone sounds bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't I haven't always known too much about I mean I knew plantains, like that was like I'm going coming here for the plantains, like your girl likes a good plantain. Yeah. Um, but just all of the seeing all range of range of foods they have. The only thing I didn't try that I've been wanting to try is the mofongo. Ooh. Which is like mashed up plantains and you can put any kind of meat in it. Um and it was on my list from day one, but it's because I had plantains with every single dish. I didn't <laughs> I was like, I don't need more, I guess. Yes. So that's the only thing I didn't get. Um but the fruit is amazing too. Like I got like a guava smoothie, I went and got this guava nectar, I had papaya juice, like the fruit is this top batch, so just a few things to know. <laughs> Yo, uh, the fruit and the fruit juices being top notch is no joke by any means. Uh, I've mentioned before that I, I spent like almost a year studying abroad in Brazil. And a lot of people asked me like what my favorite part of Brazil was. And I was like, the juice. Uh, <laughs> because like they had such bomb juices down there uh, from like. And I love like, a good drink. And I'm not know? saying like alcoholic, like yeah. alcohol drink, like cocktail. I'm saying like, I like juices. Like, yes. I love juices. Yes. And that's the one thing I buy on trips is I'll grab so many different drinks and just try them. Because yes. I love different drinks. <laughs> yes. So much so that literally my, the host mom that I stayed with at the, at the house, like, like when I would get back from school, she'd be like, Kadeo Suku Chikeo, Kadeo Suku. Like, where is Kellen's juice? Like, get <laughs> Kellen's juice ready. People just knew that, like, I would come home and I'd, like, I'd stop by the store and I'd get, like, other juices. So much. Mm. And then they would just, like, start stocking it at the house because they saw how much I loved juice. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, y'all got some crazy stuff that we don't have back home. Uh, mm. And, you know, I'll, I'll tear up some stuff back home. So trust and believe I'm, I'm going to tear up some stuff here. Yeah, uh, I love a good natural juice. Yeah, and that was the thing. It's like all those natural fruits, you know, and then it'd be mm-hmm. blended up in the actual blender with like water yeah. and then obviously some sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd like strain it. Oh my gosh, I was just like, this oh, is good. way too good. This mm-hmm. is way too good. Yes. Uh, go Can off. Can we get a juicer? 
I know. Well, I'm like, this makes me want to travel. It makes me want like the the experience of being back in like tropical places, having different mm-hmm. cuisines and different yeah. fruits, just based off of everything that's around. Yeah, I'm a major foodie. Like, if you travel with me, I always get way too much food. Like, I always have like <laughs> stacks of food of like in, as leftovers because like. The one thing I splurge on is food. Like I'm frugal when it yeah. comes to almost anything else. But like however, food, Queen Latifah last holiday at the table, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I like <laughs> I literally am like you know I'll be looking at the menu and I'm like maybe I shouldn't get this because we're gonna go do this and I'm like you know what screw it let's do it and I yep. go all in every time and I eat with my eyes it's so bad uh-huh. and I always have so much food yeah. left over. Um, like me and my best friend, every time we travel, like we go insane. We know we're going to have a ton of left- leftovers, but we just go for it anyway. Like we don't even really touch them. We'll go eat and we'll be like, oh yeah, we'll just eat this later. And like, we'll just find another dope restaurant. Like, you know what? Nah, screw those leftovers. Let's go ahead and do this. We'll eat it later. And then by the end of the trip, the fridge is like full. <laughs> like, so one thing I do splurge on is food. But life hack, I just okay. started something um, this past trip is I bring a thermos. And oh. so then that way, for one, I can bring food there. That way, any food in my fridge doesn't get old and I can eat it, whether it's my connecting flight or even when I get there. That way, you know, I'm not wasting any food. And I'm not wasting any money. And Go then off. I use it on my way back with any of the leftovers that I have had. And then because usually when I get back, it's late. Nothing's open. I don't have any mm. food in my fridge because it would have got old or is old um and then i have food from my trip or from wherever i'm at at home so obviously a thermos keeps it cold keeps it hot whatever um but yeah so yeah that's a game changer for me (laughs) so i had my puerto rican leftovers today for lunch oh my gosh that sounds amazing (laughs) oh Oh, that sounds way too good okay then well thank you for the come up with the uh <laughs> the travel hack there. I've never yes. thought of that. Like a good meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back in. safely. <laughs> no, not at all, yo. Because uh, again, as I knew, I was like, there's going to be some fire photos, which there were. And if, uh, <laughs> I was trying to get get some more, but I I couldn't. You, I just, you got some I good wanted- stuff. I get a, I got a few, but I was like, you know what? Let me just focus on yes. <laughs> enjoying the trip. I wanted to get like a beach photo, but I was there by myself, so <laughs> I didn't want to be that that stranger, you know? Right. But um, but, you didn't yeah. want to like stack up a bunch of rocks and twigs and try exactly. to like figure out. One girl was doing it, and I had so much respect for her. Like the beach was just had a lot of people, and uh-huh. I look over and she like had her phone tilted up on her water bottle, and she. She was okay. living her best life. Like she's Go like, off. I'm gonna get this beach photo because I want this beach photo. Yeah. And she was doing it for at least like 20, 30 minutes. One guy came over, he was like, Can I take some pictures of you? And then she did it. Like she was posing for him and everything. Well, he must have not got it because she put it back on the phone, um, on the water bottle and okay. started taking more pictures. And it was like, dang, I'm not that confident yet. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? Like the next day, I'm like, you know what? I don't got a water bottle. And I was so sad. First of all, pause. This is where I pour some water for my Yeti water bottle on the ground for the real oh. the real G's. 
I love I left my Yeti water bottle on the oh, plane. Oh no! And it's like you can't have you shouldn't have so much attachment to a material thing. But I'm like <laughs> this water bottle been on, been through with me. We went on many hikes together. We been yep. to many states together. Like yep. all these little mix and dings meant something. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of little stories. I was so sad, but. Anyway, I was like, if I could, if I had that much confidence to set up my phone and just take selfies, I would. But like, I didn't have enough confidence to do it. So I definitely respected her for that. But it's yes, a whole I commitment. Get my beach photo, but it's okay. And by the time I even was confident enough to do it, your girl had bites all over her. So oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it could have been a cautionary tale for the rest of us. That could have been yes. your beach photo. No, I'm playing. No, that would have been terrible. Just a caption. Don't let society tell you who you need to be. <laughs> Don't let the media misrepresent you. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my weeks. gosh yeah exactly oh, oh man oh that hilarious cool. Cool. oh my gosh <laughs> well <sighs> too good <laughs> i know i know um, uh, but yeah, I guess moving forward. <laughs> this uh, month, I don't know if you know, is Suicide Prevention Month. Watch. I just wanted to kind of shout that out. Yes, check on your friends. Check on your strong friends. Yes. Um, for those of you that don't know, Native Americans have the highest rates in the nation as of 2020 for suicide. Not to take this into a dark turn. I feel really bad. Go, keep going. You're out, going. But You've got I it. I just feel like we definitely need to show some awareness on quantum theory for this month and how important it is. Um, and obviously, and I think I mentioned this probably in the first episode, that obviously as black and brown people, there is a lack of trust in the medical field with all due you know, reason. Um, we were used as guinea pigs for one, or there was decisions that were made without our consent. Um, but obviously, you know, we do have medical professionals that look like us, that move like us, that have yes. endured the same traumas as us. So definitely go out of your way to find someone that best suits you. Um, and I'm not going to kind of throw out all the negative aspects of um, of suicide or all the statistics that we already know. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to kind of just spotlight on some things that you obviously can do if that's something that either you're going through for the people out there or you know somebody who um, is going through, somebody you love especially, or even somebody you don't love, you know, somebody that you've just met and you're seeing some of these signs Um as always, I personally encourage therapy or self-wellness curriculums. You know, me and Callan were talking about audiobooks and personal books or, you know, he does yoga, he does meditation, you know, I work out. Um, so always, you know, I encourage that, you know, mental and physical wellness aspect. Also speak up. I know for me personally, one of the methods oh, I needed was... You can say that was, again. You can yes. say that again. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> Speak <laughs> up. Because I know for me personally, one of the methods I needed was to just get what I needed out. You know, even if I didn't know exactly what I was feeling aside from hurt or depression, um, or I didn't know how to put it in words, whatever I had on my mind, it just needed to be released. So mention that you need help, even if you don't even, you know, want to speak up about what you're going through, just speak up and say, hey, I need help. That's all I'm willing to share. But, you know, the right person will take it and make sure that it's their their job or their duty. And if they care enough for you, they'll make sure you get the help you need um, or at least take those steps or pass you along to somebody who does know how to help you. Um, and I think one thing our black and brown communities do, unfortunately, 
is turning to drugs and alcohol to relieve, you know, temporary pain. Um, so that way they continue on with their responsibilities the next day. You know, this goes to all single mothers or single parents. Um, this goes to someone who just has a bill, you know, and they're fighting against finance finances that are weighing them down. Um, so this is why it's important to surround yourself with people who you aspire to be like and or genuinely care about your well-being those who hold you accountable and praise you for your accomplishments. Not only the big ones, but also more importantly, the small ones, those who recognize you walking with your head a little higher, noticing you're smiling a little wider, you know, having those uncomfortable conversations. So it's important to have, you know, those who you can, who notice those wins, you know, around you. Um, and then also um, working out, like I was mentioning, Kellen does yoga, does meditation. He even works out. He's a little runner over there with the nice legs. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> if you want to catch a peek of these nice legs, oh, head over no. to. <laughs> <laughs> Puts me to shame, that's for sure. No, but, uh... <laughs> never that, never that. However, but, I appreciate um, it. I received yes, the love. Yes, I'm going to give you your flowers for sure because you deserve them. But, um, working out, you know, obviously adds to helping with depression and stress which allows you to get out that pent-up aggression it gives you that energy and also gives you you know keeps you healthy and in shape so um if you can find a partner that's even better so that way you know that helps that keeps you accountable of making sure that you're putting your mental health and mental wealth first um but getting a grasp on our on our emotions in a positive way will highly drop those devastating numbers um that we're facing so you know Make sure you have the right tribe and those people that are around you because um, it definitely does make a huge difference. And if you're not comfortable there yet, um, like I said, just speak up. You know, we all we all were, you know, we got you, especially here at Q2, QTP. So I just wanted to acknowledge Suicide Prevention Month. And like I said, make sure to check on the ones you, you care about. But that's all. <laughs> Ooh, cut to out, y'all. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Had to give a moment just for that. <laughs> Seriously, no. Thank you for throwing that down. Uh, of so, course. Yeah, it's so needed. I didn't notice it until I popped up on social. I literally <sighs> just popped on social media, and it was boom. It was like right there, and I'm like, oh dang. I'm like, we need to shout that out a little bit because you know yeah. we're obviously over here like like mental health, and we need to make sure that you know people feel comfortable. Yeah. Wherever they're at. Yes, wherever they're at, for sure. Uh, And just again, the reminder of the journey itself, you know, rather than Mm -hmm. the destination. Exactly. Uh, Like you keep, you know, you, what is it that you always say, process oriented rather than uh, product oriented? Or am I making that up? Yeah. That's, no, you're not making it up, but that's <laughs> You're like, yes, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think of how Over I say here it, scribbling it. No, boys. Be process oriented instead of outcome oriented. That's yes, there it is. But um, that's who you find, you know, that's how you find your best self. I think people have put so much weight on trying to achieve something that they don't realize <laughs> who you're becoming in the process provides even bigger opportunity and even bigger accomplishment than what you feel like you're driving towards. You know, it's like what you're driving towards could easily be stepped over by, you know, by you paying attention to what you're doing in the process and who you're becoming in the process. That's the, you know, that's most important is to pay attention to who you're, who you're becoming and being able to clap for those small wins, you know? 
Well, uh, read me then, Michaela. Okay, that was not what I I said, this was kind of deep. No, I'm playing. (laughs) It's so true, though. It's so true. Um, I I completely agree with you. uh, And I am looking forward to uh, being able to uh, feel a little bit more on the on the side of the spoken rather than the spoken to in that moment. Well, that's the thing is like there's short term and there's long term. Yeah. Like, short-term yes. success is exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, and that's yeah. all it's going to be. You might get your praise and your clap for a quick second, but then it's like, okay, now what? You yeah. know what I mean? And if you're just striving for those, you know, acknowledgement and for that audience, you're not becoming the person you need to be. And it's going to drive you insane. Rather than working on becoming that better person, you're working to be, you know... You're going in the complete opposite direction yeah. because you're depending on people's praise for your success, which really is not success. You know, yeah. I think yeah. success is happiness. And even if you're not happy, just knowing that you're on the path to happiness is the true success because you're it's it's only a matter of time. You're planting those seeds. But like with when I say short term and long term, when it comes to long term, it's like if you're noticing these habits it's about consistency, it's about the habits you're creating, it's about the mindset that you're evolving that so many opportunities are just going to come at you. You don't have to work for those opportunities if you do it correctly and pay attention to the process. Those opportunities are going to come to you. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to close some doors, check out, you know, because you have so many opportunities. So when you focus on yourself and who you're becoming while you're becoming it, even though it may not seem like you are just by you working on it and acknowledging it, the goal that you thought you had isn't exactly, you know, you're going to get more than yeah. that goal. You know, that goal is what you be, set it's out not for. That big a deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're really good at what you do, what you do, you don't have to fight or you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to fight for your opportunities. Opportunities will automatically come to you just by you being you, you know, and yeah. trying to be better than what you were yesterday. So, yeah. I yeah, that's how we started that conversation, this conversation, but well, because yeah. yeah, no, because touching in, like you said, just on uh, suicide prevention month, um, and and oh, all yeah, of that, you, you know, the process oriented, yeah, like, well, because again, yeah, because I'm just like, that's like a major thing for me, it's, it's like that pressure to achieve, the pressure to get things done, and when I don't get things done, then it makes me feel a certain way about myself, mm-hmm. you know, um, where I then the same way, exactly, where you know, it's kind of what we were just talking about in the last time that we spoke, you know, it's uh, where these pressures start to affect you, and you know trying to step back and, and look at the things, you know, yeah, um, for sure. in a, in a more <laughs> gentle way to the self, mm-hmm. uh, you know, alleviating some of that pressure to get things done and to be so this and that, because yeah, even if I am quote unquote, getting things done, if I'm not doing them in a good way necessarily, um, then is it really like that success? Is it really that thing that I really wanted? You know, um, mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you again for <laughs> for throwing oh, that yeah. down and uh, <laughs> you know up. for giving the refresh because it's like, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, we let, let me go back from time to time. Yeah. you know, we go yes. through things. We're human. Some things reoccur, and we don't know how to deal it in a different way. But all that is is growing pains. You know, you yeah. have to have those growing pains, and it's important to have new challenges. Yeah, you know? and you're gonna go through the same things. Some things that you're gonna go through that you didn't 
realize you already been through and you already already walked past that obstacle that wasn't even an obstacle anymore. And sometimes, you know, you might have that same obstacle and you're still working through it. You still don't know how to handle it. Yeah. The fact that you even can acknowledge it means that you have a handle on it, you know? Yeah. And so those are, like I said, those are growing pains. When you're, when you're, that's how you know you're heading in a direction, at least a po- hopefully a positive direction is when you get new problems. New problems is the sign of growth. You know, how mm-hmm. you deal with them is your, you know, is your outcome. That's your result. Like, that's how that either proves, okay, am I going to move forward? Or am I going to stay here? So it's just important to pay attention and actually sometimes even pat yourself on the back for some of the new problems that you did have because sometimes they're a blessing. Some people wish they had your problems, Yeah, you know, and that's how yeah. I think about it, you know, so... It's okay if you go through those growing pains or even if you're set back, that's, you know, you're human, you yeah. know, but it's a new day every day. Yes. So. <laughs> well, it's such colonial thinking too, to be so mm-hmm. linear, especially, especially with time and experience, uh, yeah. hearing you say all that, I'm like, yeah, cause everything goes in a circle. Everything is secular. Uh, mm-hmm. and if, is that a word? Secular, no, ew, cyclical, circular, and cyclical. <laughs> That's okay. I was like, uh, was something flowing. about that did we not taste flowing. right. <laughs> I said secular. Sicking it on That's who? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we was moving, we was uh, cyclical and or circular uh, in a round shape. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, oh, yeah, even like uh, if I were to walk in one direction on the earth and say it were physically possible, at a certain point, I will have gone around, you know, like there is a roundness to everything that we live. And so, yeah, it isn't so crazy to believe or to even think or to understand, comprehend all the things that like, yeah, come around in cycles. So, of course, yeah, we get met with these challenges in new ways. Of course, uh, these different events kind of appear before us. Of course, we yeah. pass through similar modes of thinking or being, you know, just kind of like knocked back, whatever it may be, or encouraged. Uh, yeah. yeah. So thank you for that. Cause it, it is a good reminder to be like, yeah, it's all, it's all going around and around and around. Uh, yeah. Well, I like how you brought up colonized thinking. Like, I think that's a moment for people really need to pay it. I think that's something worth people really kind of diving into and getting yep. to understand is because how you know since the establishment so-called establishment of this country Mm -hmm. like how we do certain things really is a colonized mindset whether it comes from society whether it comes from spirituality come whatever it is it's like we were trained as people to act a certain way if you didn't act this way then you're not normal then you're not this you're not that and that is a colonized way of thinking and i think it's a beautiful Mm -hmm. moment when you realize like you know what no, I don't have to do this, even though society says it's wrong. You know, what? Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. You yeah. know, if I want to choose to think this way, I'm going to choose to think this way. You know, it's like our ancestors had to go through so much and almost and and take in and they, they had no choice but to have that colonized way of thinking just to keep their life in a sense. Yeah. And it sounds dramatic, but that's what it is. Yeah, you know, very much so. And yes. especially in black people to where it's like. African-Americans, we really were the birth child of colonizers in this country. And I think some people might um, get caught up in some of those habits and some of those, you know, and I think some people don't step outside of that and realize like, hey, our answers were from Africa. 
You know, mm. how do we get back to that? Although Africans aren't may not be welcoming welcoming us either, but it's like yeah. how do we step out of these colonized spaces? Because that's all we ever knew in this country, yeah. right? We had to kind of form our own culture within ourselves, but still it had a backbone of colonization. Yeah. You know, so how do we step outside of that? And this can be a whole nother episode, a whole nother deeper conversation. Yeah, for sure. About how we, especially as black black people, moved and call move and colonize circles and situations, and how we handle these situations that we don't even realize we're reacting in that way. You know, I think it's important for us, just as any you know black or brown person, to step outside of what you know our parents or our grandparents had to deal with. The reason we're here is because they didn't want us to have to deal with certain situations the way they did, you know? So I think it's very important to be individualized and, you know, take on those thoughts and ideas and be curious, you know, find different things, learn certain things. You're never too too old to learn. You should be continuously Continuously. learning. And, And it's like, there is so much colonized and it's like, and I hate to say it, but even within my own, you know, whether it's family or friends, it's like, I realize like some ideas and the way they make certain decisions, it is kind of, it, it can be, you know, in colonized ways to where it's just like, man, I wish we didn't yeah. feel like, you know, or I just sometimes might feel like the bad guy in certain situations because I am such an open thinker. And I think some people who I know just, stick so uniform into how they were thinking and how their parents thought and how their parents thought and it's like well don't you realize our ancestors didn't want to have to go through what you know what they had to go through grand it's a different situation you know obviously we're not in bondage anymore like well you can take that how you want to take that. Exactly. Well. There's always, exactly. you know, a radical always side like, yes. that can come into anything. Yeah. But it's just like it's just like and then, well, <sighs> it's the exchange of energy too. You know, it's just showing up in a different point, way. Yeah. Keep exactly. going though. Yes, you're you're in no, no, it. Keep no, no. going. I'm just hoping like I just hope I'm kind of made that point to where it's like, hey, learn different things, try different religions. I think of I think I brought this up, Will and Jada, they like they try every single religion. Like they read, they read the Bible, they read the Quran, they read like they they're choosing their own religion. And I feel like with especially within black people, it's like Christianity or bust. <laughs> like you yes. know, and I don't, you know, I don't I don't it's not that I don't agree. I guess I just don't necessarily agree with that in a sense. I feel like there's, you know, there's more, you know, we have the power to learn more. We weren't even allowed to read. We'd get killed yeah. for reading, you know, back then. So it's like now that we have that, now that we have options, now that we have people that look like us that are doing more, you know, take that time to learn. You know, you don't have to be who your parents were. Your If your parents were that loving they what they they want more for you right a parent should yeah. want more for you so it's like take that time to open your mind and discover new things and create the life you choose to live you know yeah. our whole goal in this life is to be happy and you know do go do that you know yeah but yeah so to bring that full circle it's just like i really like that you t- like said colonized thinking because a lot of people have that mentality but they don't realize that they do yeah. Well, that was, uh, it stood out in one of the things that I've been doing or in one of the videos that I have been watching on YouTube. So whether, whether it's beating or doing anything like that, I, you know, I like to take those opportunities to make like a cute little YouTube playlist, uh, and listen to different Ted talks and whatnot. And so it's always awesome to come across different, uh, activists and contemporary thinkers out there who mention things like this, uh, mm-hmm. because it, one of the things that was standing out for me within this last week is the fact that uh, just a few days ago, actually, at the end of uh, 
the last week heading into the weekend, I did have like another like really bad, like depressive state that I worked through and experienced. And uh, it was just like not fun, whatever. Right. Uh, and not to be callous about it yet. You know, I've talked about it before, like how it's just kind of a, a, a fact in my life. And uh, so, you know, just speaking mm-hmm. about it with ease right now for the moment, just to move through the point. Moral is, um, is like a, a, one of the things that I was like running for or running towards. And I keep um, thinking about is like my, my search for, for, for therapy and for a counselor and for someone consistently in my life to always have uh, in that way. And then I'm starting to think about uh, the colonial structures that I hold uphold. And I'm, I, and then I think, well, I'm like, here I am like chasing Western medicine. I'm even stressing myself out and judging myself upon, you know, my access to Western medicine. I'm judging my experience upon, you know, the options that I have in Western medicine where I'm looking at, you know, a limited number of options of therapists and psychologists and psych, psychiatrists and not seeing myself reflected uh, or mm-hmm. not seeing much of my experiences um, talked about in their descriptions of their work and the things that they focus on, you know? Uh, so I'm just like <laughs> all of those things, it gets really discouraging. And then, mm-hmm. so then I just kind of had like that weird epiphany moment too, where it's just like, here I am like chasing structures um, where even within these past couple weeks, I've also noticed uh, just the natural connection and having different elders reach out to me uh, and being on the phone with different elders, engaging in conversation with my aunties and my uncles, or like I have mentioned, my grandma uh, or my parents um, talking about real things. Uh, I had this cousin's weekend um, and going around the circle, having all of our cousins like say what's going on in their lives. Like we all have real things that are really, you know, challenges for us. You know, they, they bring a lot Mm -hmm. of challenge and challenging energy for us to process through. Uh, and so, uh, I guess the, the epiphany being that like return to our old ways, even, you know, again, here I am working to chase after this thing where I think, man, imagine if I had an established weekly call with this elder every Tuesday, and I had an established weekly call or like bi-monthly call. It doesn't even have to be weekly, you know, with um, these, with my two younger siblings or with my three younger siblings, you know, because technically I have three younger siblings, you know, just like these ideas where it's just like the natural ways of how we would process through things, you know, it's, it's all in community. It's all more than just the one facet. Whereas like right now I'm like, I have all this thing in my head. I have all this inner turmoil. So like, I need to go to the head doctor to talk out the head things, you know, mm-hmm. where it's not about what's going on in my head necessarily. It's the full well being. you know, it's the meditation, it's the active part, it's the sleeping, it's, you know, the journaling, it's the connecting with nature. It's the connecting with people around me, all these other facets that, uh, I'm neglecting because here I am churning out products and, you know, trying to get stuff done in the amount of time that I have during the day. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways. So yeah, that's what kind of stands out about like this whole binary thinking and about colonial thinking is like, even in that where I'm just like, uh, here I am even boxing myself in being like, Oh, the only way to get help through this situation is by going into this uh, Western field uh, where, yes, I, I still want to do that. And I still am making the efforts to do that because again, if there's healing out there to be had, like, let me have it. 
Uh, Mm -hmm. However, it's also a reminder to me to return to old ways, you know, return to land, return to the people. Uh, Because as I have mentioned in these past few weeks, having friends and family reach out and sitting in just conversation with people that I love, uh, it it has its own form of therapy and release, you know, oh, for sure. Uh, and, and, and that's what would have happened, you know, pre-internet, pre-contact, mm-hmm. you know, you would go over somewhere and visit, you would go over and seek advice uh, mm-hmm. and, and understand confidentiality and connection, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just also like a, a fun reminder. And, and, and I think or not, I think, however, that's another cool thing that people talk about too, that I've been hearing is how, you know, just with the sickness and COVID, you know, here we sat and we talked about all the things for about 25 minutes at the top of our conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. it's literally slowing us down. It's literally making us go back to earth. Uh, and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's making us really try to like figure out this whole thing with connecting to one another, uh, by being disconnected and feeling that and then seeing how, um, connectivity itself promotes goodness, promotes wellness. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, can hopefully help us to build a better world from this mm-hmm. unjust mm-hmm. <laughs> playground of a nasty disaster that, you know, For we sure. occupy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think if anything, that's what COVID should, this <clears throat> pandemic should yeah. kind of teach anybody is just tapping into that connecting with loved ones. And I think, you know, I am, I'm definitely, you know, all, all paying respects to those who obviously mm-hmm. have passed from COVID and yes. things like that. Um, and have been those affected. that are yes. still here, you know, and are grateful to still be here. It's really, it's that moment to where you, this is the time and this is the moment to where you need to step back and realize, okay, what is this trying to teach us? Or, you know, yeah. or what is this trying to teach me? Yeah. You know? And I think, understanding, you know, who is around you and being able, you know, just basically tapping in, like you were saying, just connecting with other people is definitely something that needs to be seen right now. Um, and seeing those that who you need to be, you know, who need to be in your circle, making sure you have those right connections, making sure, you know, if this were happening, happen again, I want these people in my circle or whatever, you know, I think it's important to really see who's around you, you know, and those who do fully see you and care about you are, necessary you know they're a necessity yeah so i think this pandemic definitely makes and even with the whole with politics and all that other stuff i think um it was all of this was needed to see who truly is there for you you know if something yeah. went down in terms on the politics side something was to go down who would be there for me you know yeah. Yeah. so and then in terms of just everything else you know I think this is the probably the biggest time where a lot of people are realizing that they had depression. You know, everybody probably mm. had a depressed moment multiple times. Yeah. And then that also shows you, okay, who's really there for me? Who can I really go to right now? You know, so I think this pandemic kind of brought that out of people. Yeah. Kind of also kind of going, kind of stemming from that. Um, and just, you know, you talking about your emotions and feeling your emotions. I feel like that's really, 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 really important. I think mm-hmm. I always say, you know, understanding your emotions and feeling them is a game changer. Like you're yeah. at that point, nothing can mess with you if you have a grasp on your emotions. And it's something you're constantly kind of dealing with and going through and trying to understand. But if you have a hold on your emotions and you can control your emotions, that's a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think so many people try to deny their emotions when they're hurt. The first thing is, I don't care. 
you know, they try to have this shield or they try to have this thick skin, like nothing gets to them. And that's the worst thing you could possibly do. I think it's very important to feel those emotions. And this pandemic has definitely done that because where are you going to go? Who are you going yes. to you know? yeah. really Who are you going to go drink with? You know, yep. you can't, you know, I mean, now you can, but <laughs> yeah. like it, makes you, <laughs> it makes you deal with, it should have made you deal with your emotions. And I think once you can do that, that that's amazing. And not everybody can do that. And, um, um, long term, that's only going to hurt them, mm-hmm. you know, but I think people need to realize it's important to use your pain as your platform, you know, to unpack your pain. And that's how you find your purpose is being able to feel what has bothered you, how to deal with what has bothered you, what makes you happy and how you deal with that and how you put that onto others. I think living in your truth as opposed to denying the painful parts of you in your life is extremely fundamental to establishing a path to happiness. So you know, whether it is elders or whether it is family, you know, find, find joy in others who, you know, find that joy in you as well. You yeah. know, that way you can kind of grow together, you know, and those relationships and those bonds grow stronger. Um, and you know how to go through, you know, certain things and you realize, Hey, this person's been through it too, or this person, you know, especially elders, yeah. you know, those oh, some, yes. they've, you know, they, I, they always say, you know, your parents, you know, some things they may might seem unfair to you, but your parents already been through it. You know, don't yeah. be ashamed to co- go to your parents. You know, that's one thing I want to teach my kids is like, hey, whatever you're going through, don't feel like you have to hide it from me because I most likely already been through it. The good, the bad wow. and the ugly, you know. And yeah. so it's the same thing with elders. You know, a lot of times the elders, if they're not going through exactly what you're going through, you know, they've dealt with it in some kind of way, you know, maybe in a different form. So it's good to have those elders especially if you can find some that you can gravitate to you know i don't specifically have anyone like that i feel like um i don't not hopefully (laughs) hopefully i don't like think of something later and i'm like oh shoot i didn't even say it but i can't i can't i mean i know i go through i go to my mom because i'm like okay my mom's older than me she's been through certain things and some things she hasn't been through at all or she hasn't thought in certain ways that i have been thinking yeah um but I haven't, I haven't found that that elder that I can go to to where like, oh, you know, that can feed me all the wisdom you know, that yeah. you see in movies or something. Yep. And it's like, I wish I kind of had that. Um, but um, but I do talk to like my grandmother. I think elders are so crucial to really pay attention to and use them, even if it's not for advice. Like I know the other day. Something was kind of bothering me. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't control, controlling my emotions dramatically, but it just didn't really sit right with me. And I knew what to tell myself. Sometimes I know everything I need to tell myself. I can give myself the utmost <laughs> advice. I know yep. exactly what I need to hear. You got it down. Yeah. And I say it over and over in my head because I'm like, Michaela, you got this. Pfft, this shouldn't even bother you. Literally giving giving myself advice I would pay for somebody else to say, (laughs) but it doesn't stick with me. And so just knowing, and, but once I talk to my grandmother, it's just like, just hearing her voice makes me Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, in your gut, this is how you feel. But just hearing her voice just gives me so much gratitude. Like, hey, I am blessed. You know, I do have so much to be grateful for, you know. And so it's those moments that are really, really important. Just acknowledging how you feel in your emotions and trusting your gut. And, you know, in those moments, find what brings you joy to confirm, confirm what you already know, in a sense, you know. Yeah. So, but yes, if you have some elders, definitely definitely reach out to them. I like how you mentioned that. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for even talking about being aware of your emotions and, and learning to to have an understanding of them because that was one of the major things that stood out in the audiobook. I was talking about like letting go and about even allowing the uncomfortable energy to pass through you, the uncomfortable emotions, uh, mm-hmm. because it's the moments where we deflect, uh, where then it becomes a thing that nags at you and it sticks with you because you're not yeah. allowing it to pass through. Then it becomes trapped it in feel. you. Yeah. yeah. And then it, in the same know? way with like the goodness, how like we, we cling to things like we hold on to things. Um, I guess. And they were just, you know, the guy was talking about, you know, even being able to allow that emotion to feel or to pass through. Um, because then again, we just, we don't want to like create blockages because then it, it just causes whole different problems. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was a horrible explanation of what, uh, no, I get it. the whole audiobook <laughs> itself talked about. Yeah. When you mentioned that before, cause I was like, yeah, cause that's literally what I'll do. It's, it's that exchange of energy. You know, we know that energy has to go somewhere. It, it doesn't just end, you know? Yeah. Uh, so if it, if it sure. gets contained inside of you, then it's just going to well up and it's going to do these other things. Uh, and then, you know, the point that, uh, the, the book was making was that like, then further on down the line of that, you know, whether it's five minutes later or five days later, five years later, it's going to be harder to get rid of that thing. Um, for sure. you know, rather than in the moment, allowing for that thing to pass through you, whether it's uncomfortable or not, um, then, you know, at least that energy is going out of you and going out in, in its, in its natural way. Um, so yeah, you know, something to work on, uh, moving forward yet. Yeah, thank you for even mentioning just the portion about your emotions, because yeah, just taking a step back and understanding that one, I am not my emotions nor two, I am exactly. not my thoughts. Uh, whereas yeah. in those moments I very much feel as though mm-hmm. I am and then it, yeah. de- and then it dictates the moment. Yeah. And that's extremely normal and way too common amongst people. So it's like, cause I read, um, it was a long, cause I used to be a really bad overthinker and I'd overanalyze everything. Mm-hmm. And one of the books I read was basically around that. And it was just like, um, everything you keep telling yourself in your head, every time you beat yourself up, every time you tell yourself something negative, you're not good enough. You're not doing well, go hard or whatever. Like every, you're not your thoughts, no matter what your thoughts are, you yeah. are how you, your actions are who you are. You know, if you're this person to go and make sure you talk to your elders every week, if you're someone who is, you know, helping somebody as opposed to tearing them down or giving compliments or praising people, commenting on people's photos, yet you have all these negative thoughts. Those people aren't seeing your thoughts. They're seeing you for your actions. So that's exactly mm. who you are, who you are. You're, you're, you're a giving person, you're a loving person, you're a caring person, you're a creative, you're an amazing artist. You know, you're just a naturally great human being and your energy just flows onto other people. Everything that you're thinking, nobody sees that. Nobody hears that, you know? So why are you creating that narrative for yourself? Yeah. You know, why are you burning yourself from the inside when on the outside People see you for exactly who you are. You know, you are your actions. So don't get wrapped up in your mind and overanalyze and hurt yourself so much because that's not what we see on the outside, you know? So that was something that really kind of leaped out on me. That's why I started writing down all the compliments I would would receive or screenshot anybody sharing my stuff with something very beautiful about me that I didn't didn't even think of myself. And I go back and read those because I'm like, that's who I am. Yeah. Me getting in my head, me overanalyzing, me saying I'm not good enough. That's not me. 
you know, that's the devil on my shoulder, you know? (laughs) So, um, it's very important to acknowledge your, like I said, those small wins, you know? And I think, um, once you get out of your head, it, it does, it does leaps and bounds. But like you were saying, like energy is very important. It's very, very contagious, you know? So it's always best to kind of expound that energy onto other people, especially when you're, you know, those feelings of joy or those feelings of giving, or even if you don't know how to feel, you know, it does wonders to do something good for another person, you know, it yeah. makes you feel yeah. good, you know, and that's who you are, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think we, over, we overthink so much as human beings that we don't have to overthink, you know, but there is a fine line. Like, I feel like, like I was saying, people just choose not to feel their emotions or they just say, you know, you know, I'm just going to let it go. You know, there's a, there's good and bad to that side. Like there's somebody, yeah. somebody I used to know, they, that's what they said. They're like, I've just been through so much. I've just learned to let it go. When like we literally were talking and something was bothering me and they were just like, you know, they weren't dealing with, with it. They were mm-hmm. just like, whatever. Like I learned to let things go. So it's like in that moment, okay, does what I have to say not important? Yeah. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, that's why I'm saying there's like a, there is a fine line of just letting things go but actually dealing, there's letting things go and there's releasing it. Yeah. You know, there's something when you deal with it once you know how to deal with it, once you got a grasp of it, once you know how to control it, that's releasing it. That means that's no longer going to bother you. You have a control of your emotions, you know, but letting it go and just walking away, you know, and not not actually for one, taking accountability, you know, and for two, obviously just not dealing with it. It's just that's 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 toxic. <laughs> you know, mm. That's manipulating. So there's a very fine line of letting it go and releasing it. Um, but releasing it, like I said, is a, I have a lot more respect for somebody who actually um, is doing it for their mental health because they know better, because they've dealt with it, because they felt it, you know, Got it. Yeah. So like when I'm when I say dealing with your emotions, like when I was angry, that's when I would, like I mentioned before, break, break it down. Okay, why are you angry? It's getting me angry. You know, that that whole process. And even with being sad, yeah. but also focusing on being happy as well. Um, and so that's what I mean by being able to control your emotions because you, you, you decided to feel it. Like, I used to hate to cry. Like, that was a form of weakness God. for me. But okay. then I realized when I felt like something was beginning to bother me or I was getting hurt by something, I just allowed myself to cry. You know, mm-hmm. I stepped aside and was like, you know what, have this moment. And that's healthy, first of all, yeah. to, to cry, you know, just scientifically on your body. It's very healthy yeah. to cry. But like once I kind of started doing that and just understanding, understanding why I was having the emotion I was having, it felt like a rainbow at the end of the the rain, you know, yeah. because I knew at that moment, since I knew what was go- what was going on with me, why it was going on and how I got to be in this point, it was like, OK, this isn't going to happen again because now now I know, you know, now I know yeah. it wasn't that much of a big, big of a deal. Now I know I have so much more to be grateful for. Now I know, you know, it's just it's the list kind of continues on. So then when something else happens, it's like, you know what? I know why I'm feeling this way. And so I know what I need to do. You know, I need to reach out to this person. I need to call my therapist. I need to call whatever. I need to sit down and do this. Or I need to go for a walk. I just need to clear my head. You know, you find those, you find those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
uh, coping skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Is find those ways to cope. Basically, yeah. Okay. Like you find you find what you know. You find those coping skills out of what some because because you know you've been through this emotion before. You know, I knew what I needed to do so I don't feel this way again. Yeah. I knew that I needed to distract my mind from this because my gut tells me I'm better than this. Therefore, I am better than this. So why am I going to resonate with this situation for two more minutes or two more seconds mm-hmm. when I can go over here and find my joy and live in it and be happy with that? You know what I mean? So. Ooh, that's what yeah. <laughs> it's just so important well, you better to go off a little uh, mental health I'm, warrior here thank <laughs> <laughs> you so mental health warrior MHW <laughs> right it's just so, I, can't, I can't stress it enough once you get a grasp on your emotions you just you can be the best not only for you but for, for others and I think a lot of like, like single parents get the short end of the stick because they don't have time to be sad. They don't have time mm. to be angry oh when you gosh. really do, you know, and you feel like you have so much, you have the weight of the world. And that's when it's hardest. When you feel that you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, you have to please everybody. You don't have a minute for yourself. But one thing that we do have is choices and it may not seem like it, but we do. And especially when it comes to our mental health, take a day, take a half a day, be late for work for an hour. Bump that project just two more days. You know what I mean? And it's just like we have choices and people don't realize that we're in a lot more control than we think we are. And um, when you set aside that time to just discover you, life is so much more worth living. So much more worth living. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to disappoint some people. That just makes you human. You're going to make the wrong decision sometimes. That's okay. But it's how you deal with it. It's your intentions. It's how you step forward, you know? Yeah. So... I'm yes. just saying, get control yes. of them emotions. <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm just saying, I, I'm people. Uh, so when you're talking about people, I'm people. Uh, <laughs> so thank you once again. We're all people. <laughs> well, people, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my goodness. So much. And then it's so true, though, you know, because then it's it like, then, then, then you bring it home and you're like, ooh, actually, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And it comes out into everything you do. And that's what people don't realize. It's not only the people you affect, it's it's how you do the job. You know, that's why I said, I think in our past episode, it's like, you're not doing the best until you are your best. You can hit your goal. You can hit your targets, but is it the best you could do? No, because if you were taking care of your mental health or you were actually paying attention to your needs and wants, physical and mental, you would have did a way better job. And someone would have came in the room and said, Hey, you know, gave given you another opportunity and i kind of brought that up in santa fe to where it was like um sold out a majority of all my product i was dead tired by the end of the night and i was like i gotta keep beating i gotta make some more inventory so that way i can you know appeal to more people i can get my art out there i can be recognized as an artist you know all of this stuff i was thinking and then I just stopped and I was like, it's 3.30 in the morning. You've been up since I don't know when. You got to be up in a couple hours. Go to sleep. Yeah. You know, I'm like, whatever happens is meant to happen for you. So yeah. it's like, you know, I can't force an outcome, you know. And so then I went to sleep, got my few hours of sleep. And even though I had less inventory, that day was the day better that day was better than the day before because I was engaging. I was happy. I had a smile on my face when people mm-hmm. came through. I had energy. You know, I put my best foot forward and people reckon. And I got so many opportunities that day. I got approached by people who want to work with me, who want to collab with me because I had that energy. So that's what I'm saying. Like, put put yourself first. 
you know, do your best by being your best, because like I said, those opportunities will approach you, that you'll attract those opportunities. You don't have to fight so hard for them, you know, and it's a gamble sometimes, right? (laughs) To where it's like, am I going to finish this? Am I going to do this? Or, you know, am I going to get the outcome that I want? Yeah. Just be your best and you don't have to do anything. (laughs) You know, that's, that's half the job is just being, being your best and you'll attract what's for you. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I forgot where else I was going with that, but. But yeah, so I'm telling people out there, put yourself first okay. and <laughs> well, I guess my <laughs> follow up question do. is of your two feet, then which one is your best when putting one feet? forward? What kind of question is this? <laughs> I mean, you like, ask you mean, do you, I like my left foot or my right foot? Or? I mean, I'm just curious because people say that, yeah, they're putting their best foot forward. And I just wonder, have you determined which one of your feet is the better no, one? I, jump, I, leap. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is a very deep question. And I literally just feel stupid right now because it's no, like, just do I like um, my left foot? Well, this one has too many veins. Like, I, I feel well, like you need a deep answer. And I don't no, know. Not at all. It, it just hit me. I'm just like I'm wondering which of my feet is better uh, to determine which one is best because uh, I've never sat and thought about it. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm right-handed, so I would think my right foot is my best foot. Honestly, I got weak ankles. Right? <laughs> None of my feet are great. I would sprain my ankles way too much in basketball growing up. Oh, I literally, no. if you walk by me, sometimes I literally just trip or roll my ankle for no reason. Your girl got just weak like a ankles. quick buckle. No feet. No feet. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am definitely held up by the ancestors in some of those things that I put on my feet because (laughs) there's absolutely no way that anyone um, ought to be able to walk in them. And yeah, there's been times where I've like literally been carrying another human being like on a cement hill in like a six inch platform heel, like just ridiculous, you know physical moments and just being like, I have no idea how I'm staying upright. I just give thanks to everything that is allowing me to (laughs) experience Mm -hmm. this moment because yeah, uh, these things are not meant to be walked in. Uh, (laughs) kind of like, uh, those shoes in, uh, memoirs of a geisha when she's like doing her dance performance, like three quarters into the movie. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I've never seen that movie. Oh my gosh. She she has like a nine inch platform shoe. Uh, and you're just like one degree of like movement to the left or to the right. And it's just like full buckle, like snap of the ankle. Uh, And she's just like gliding on it. And it's like the most like, uh, I just get chills thinking about it. (laughs) Just thinking about the visual of her being that high off the ground yet just being supported by these little things yeah there's this episode of america's next top model and they're purposely given these like like, 10 inch heels and they're like the people would like crawl off yes yeah that was so cruel four inch heels (laughs) (laughs) something manageable (laughs) something that will not have me on my hands and knees literally trying to scatter out of a room I don't mind a high heel, but I need a wide edge. <laughs> a, wide, a wide wedge. My bad. Okay. Yes. We, gotta, we need to compromise somewhere. Uh, 
Hilarious. Anyway, I, so what foot do I put forward? <laughs> well, I just wonder which one is the best foot. I don't know. It's a hazard. <laughs> yeah, that goes for everybody, you know, because people are like, oh, put my best foot forward. But which one is it then? You let me know. Uh, <laughs> since y'all can make decisions on which one is the better and which one is going forward first, uh, oh, gosh, let me know because I feel lost I feel in the like sauce. It's so common, but you don't really think about yeah. it. Like, <laughs> does it really make sense? For real. <laughs> Uh, how do you say that when you got one leg like that's it <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's one thing you can't say around somebody exactly well then see then it's ableist you know there's all the things there is uh, way to check me on that my, no I, I did not check nobody it, well <laughs> I guess okay yeah we can call that a check and we get to call the other one a read when you were like <laughs> what read <laughs> I never intentionally the- read anything <laughs> if yeah. I did I deeply apologize no no you no you didn't <laughs> like you low key read my life without like meaning for it to be me well, yeah shade. it, I didn't mean it to just applied it's no it. not at all no it wasn't it's just you know it's like sometimes when the sermon hits or you know when the word hits right you're like whoo i guess that was meant for me uh and i haven't even been <laughs> in a like church in house church for a while like, <laughs> it's like when you're in church i don't know who needs to hear this today <laughs> y'all not hearing me <laughs> that's what i was like oh girl not at all um and the major thing again uh again for thinking of uh the the month itself uh and the statistics behind all the stuff i love how um even the statistics are being shared in different ways uh with i don't know in the first i believe episode of res dogs uh, where one of the characters does mention he's like do you guys know that one in every five one out of every every five Native American suffers from depression. Oh, yeah. He you did. Know? He did. Oh, and it was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay, mixed into this, like, comedic mm-hmm. sitcom show, um, you know, just a, a dropped fact, him. you know, being like, oh, and also the statistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... Well, I think that's their way of using their platform. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, and it's like, this show was meant for us, but hey, you know, the rest of society is is watching, so I'm going to put in what counts, you know, yeah. in a very subtle but dominant way. You know, yeah. it's something we know, so it kind of probably slides past us in a lot of ways because we already know, but like, other, that's what other, you know, people are going to cling to who aren't used to, you know, reservation life, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, I love how it's like doubled down on too, because then like one of the other characters is like, oh, like you feeling depressed? Uh, you feeling down? And things like, no. And then that other character is like, well, I am, you know, and it's just kind of like mm-hmm. just accepted, you know, yeah. um, it's like, yo, your friend just said they were depressed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then like, then it turns into comedy 10 seconds later where it's like, exactly. yeah, do you guys, you well, guys ever feel bad? You know? Yeah. That's the bittersweet moment. And then it's like, it's fuck, I was just saying reality. that. Weren't you listening? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's such a reality for us. So it's like, we laugh at our pain in a lot of ways, or it's a coping mechanism, yep. you know, and it's important to see those moments, you know, yep. I say check on your friends because you know a lot of our exterior and the way we learn to cope especially as native people like we you know we're connected through humor and but not all of it's you know humor at the same time yeah yeah but very very good show for those of you who have not seen it definitely watch it i always wonder like those who aren't native who are watching it what they think of it yeah you know because we've never been this raw yeah you know yeah Yes, very much so. Uh, because it's actually a TV MA. It's a TV mature 
show, you know, the rating wise. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, they're like, what are you guys talking about? Uh, Reservation <laughs> Dogs uh, is the name of the show. And it's on FX specifically on Hulu, uh, which I found out the hard way. I went to the FX app because I was like, oh, I'm going to do the shortcut. Okay, look at you, bougie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, thought, I thought I was on my Apple TV thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to do the shortcut so I can, you know, whatever. No, it's exclusively FX on Hulu. So you have to go to Hulu in order to watch the FX portion on Hulu. Uh, so yeah, Reservation Dogs, uh, exclusively on Hulu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do go and watch it. Do go and check it out. Uh, they have four episodes that are out right now. I am completely caught up. And Michaela, it sounds like you've gotten through I'm not, episode so don't kill it for me. three. Oh no, one. no worries. Yes. <laughs> I haven't watched the fourth one due to vacation, but I like my, my I like my shows to stack up. So when yes. I come back, I can binge. you can get a rhythm, <laughs> so you can like watch yes. a couple. Yeah, because it's nothing like beating, and you have nothing to watch or nothing to listen to, and you're just sitting in although i never sit in silence when i beat but i like to have like shows to watch while i beat but um yes the last one i saw was the beating episode (laughs) so So good i'll let y'all watch it i'm not gonna bring it up but um, yes very very and those of you who aren't native or those of you who are you haven't watched it and you haven't experienced you know reservation life or native life definitely watch it because it's the most accurate representation of us (sighs) in the media (laughs) low-key the dialogue Um, alone is so rich you know Mm -hmm. like the way they talk and the way they talk to each other uh it's like oh my gosh this is so good yes i love oh what's her name i feel like i haven't watched it in so long willie jack Yes, she's my favorite. My one. absolute she's favorite so character. Funny. My absolute so favorite. Funny. Yes. So cracks. I like up. want to be more of a Willie Jack in my life. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's so caring, but yeah. IDGF too. Like, yeah. I need, no, like IDAGF <laughs> at the same time. Like, yeah. I love it. It's, she's, no, she's funny. The, the character is actually the best. The, that, one, that one is my favorite. Again, I feel like. Everyone has a different one. Some exactly. Say the cop, but oh, Donnie, he's big! Really cool. Yeah, he's fun. He's cool. Yeah, I love Willie Jack. She's like amazing. Uh, and then it's been cool just watching the progression of each one of the characters because you know we get like a little bit of their backstory and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Again, it's like the dialogue that comes down to me. I'm just like, I love the way that they talk to each other and the way that they joke. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wonder, just like you, like, how does that humor translate outside of people who who don't really talk like that or haven't really experienced yeah. these types of vernacular, you know? Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. For <laughs> it's sure. like, like, so like uh, tell your friends, you know, like, I don't have any, you know, fuck, go get mm-hmm. something, you know, like, <laughs> and then, you know, the, the person being like, well, I got friends, You're like, Shh. No, you don't. You know, just like the, the way of, of joking and like uh, terrorizing people. It's it's so cool to see it uh, in that way. And it's so well done. I hate to ruin one of them. Hopefully you've seen it. But I like that when she's trying to get the hair <laughs> to the right person. <laughs> That's the end. He's like, what are you about over there? What are you playing with? Right. Oh, there's the hair of my enemies. <laughs> He's like, I got you. And she's just like, 
Shrug. Right. <laughs> that cracked me up. Or when they're in the weed shop and they're like smudging through weed. I was dying when I seen that. I was like, bro, I can't. Oh my gosh, there's so many good moments. And yo, I've, I freaking love... Okay, so going back to Willie Jack, actually, I love that character because like it was... Like, Willie Jack was, like, not gender-coded off top, you know? Because it was, like, yeah. this covered face, and you didn't know. And then it was, like, in the introductions, then Bear was like, oh, she's Willie Jack, you know? Uh, yet then, like, Willie Jack always has, like, this, like, little bit of steez that's, like, you know, kind of male-presenting. Yet then also, mm-hmm. like, you know, something, like, slightly feminine or, like, you know, mm-hmm. ornate. I love that mixture. Like, it's it's so dope, you know? Uh, yeah, and then she has the basketball shorts on, like yeah. you know, totally ripped out, like normal. yeah, like ties on her <laughs> hair. You I, know, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Once they came back to the funeral, and she had that cowboy hat. Yeah, and ties her, I'm like, okay, Willie Jack, yeah. like, <laughs> you're tapped in for real. And then like then like the one and you know it's right off top. Like who showed the most emotion? I'm getting chills again just right now thinking about like a memorial service for their best friend and like mm-hmm. low key cousin. You know. Um, yeah. And them showing that emotion on the screen of them being kids and still like upholding some of these traditions. You know, they are smudging yeah. and they're yeah. holding a memorial That's and they're, the and they're you know, part. like mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's modern ceremony yet, you know, we still know how to do it, you know? Yeah, for uh, sure. So seeing that, it was just like, dang, that's cool. Yeah. And it's, of course, I think the overall picture is is life on the res obviously you know and wanting to just get out and there's so much more like i think i've set it off when did you mm, see that right please tell me yes oh that. my gosh yes oh yes. <laughs> no <laughs> yes so much so that you know i'm also one of the club or one of the people who can get the the reference in girls trip uh with like okay. a little set it off reference at a certain point you know not everybody gets it because not yeah uh, it's like when they go and into the club really uh, yeah and they're like in wigs and uh in sunglasses and then they're like all right y'all we about to set it off and then oh i probably yeah yeah, that's yeah. Like the it's, it's, yeah it's small I anyways watched it in so long yeah exactly <laughs> no but, worries um, but yeah you know stony and or jada she's always just like don't you ever just want to get out don't you ever just want to go like that's kind of how it is with reservation mm-hmm. dogs where it's like there's so much more for me i just want to get out of here and that's the part that's like the bittersweet side of watching the show is because the res should be a beautiful place. It should be something you want to stay. You know, I always say you shouldn't have to leave your community for a better one, but it's like the reality of the situation is we're not there yet, you know, and that it, it, that some reses and especially some people, I don't want to say the, the people, some of the people on the res who choose not to better themselves, you know, are very toxic to the environment and just their ways of thinking and how they cope with certain things and making people feel less than because they don't cope in the same ways, you know, and I think that's the picture that they're also painting. It's like, hey, you know, there's a lot of struggles on the reservation that the rest of the world doesn't realize. And it's because of primarily, you know, (laughs) colonization and colonialism um, that we're still working through in this present day, you know. Yeah. So very deep, but very very funny super show. hilarious yo the comedy is hilarious it's, it's, the it's so good yeah yes. and it's just the commonalities that we see it's all inside humor uh-huh. you know yes <laughs> like, yes oh my gosh show. that's why it's so rich you know because mm-hmm. i'm like i just want to sit here and listen to everything that gets said you know in the way that it's said even when like uh 
you know, in one of the episodes when somebody's like, yo, like, I want to talk about this thing. Yeah, I know that if I do, I'll get too emotional. So I won't, you know, so like know that like I want to do this thing yet just because of what it's going to do to my person. Like, I'm not going to engage with this, you know, mm-hmm. and like that's a sad reality that we have, you know, it where is. it's like, you know, a lot of our, our elders and whatnot, like, yeah, they just don't talk about some of these things because it hurts too much. And mm-hmm. just if you imagine like how helpful it can be to not only them yet to younger generations to possibly talk through some of these things to have understanding behind some of the hardship that they went through or just these big family secrets that nobody knows about you know um so like just all the realness that gets said even in like the most subtle of ways uh (laughs) it's it's way too good i just yeah i love it kudos to all to the writers and creators and all the actors because it's it's awesome for sure. Have you seen, uh, <laughs> this has just been recently, actually, like within the last two days, a lot of people speaking about, um, the lack of black native characters in reservation dogs. No. <laughs> yeah. So, and I hate to sigh like that because yes. it's just like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm used to it, so I don't think yes. to join the uprising, yes. I guess. And it's not, that's not a good thing, I guess. But at the same time, it's like, man, you know, that's just, I don't know. It's like I want to <laughs> joy and I just want to be happy. And then yeah. it's like, I got to hold it down for my people, though. Like, at the same time, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't know. See, what's funny is that, like... I don't so, know if I have an opinion on it just yeah. yet. It's oh. just, like, I don't want to come off as no. negative, and I don't, no, no, no. like... It's just, like, I get it, but it's just, like, you know, baby... I don't want to say baby stuff. That's a really bad thing to say, too. It's just... I don't know. I'm enjoying yeah. the show right now. That's yes. all I'm going to say. And yes. I feel like, you know, when it comes time with that battle, then, you know, it'll come time. But right now, I'm just happy to see us on the screen being represented accurately and I think our time will come hopefully soon um, and it takes us to do it together um, but don't downplay the show because of this I guess yes. you know what I mean like yeah. don't just give it time it's very new and um, please trust me I want to see I would love to see black natives in everything I do and everything I you know and I see but you know in due time yes know? just don't 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 write it out just yet. Yeah. You know? Well, see, that that was one thing that actually stood out to me was the fact that I did see dark skin and, like, black skin throughout, uh, you know, black presence uh, throughout the episodes. Uh, I was like, I mean, just even the presence alone, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is already something, you know, it's showing that in the community we have more than just this type of person, you know. Uh, in the IHS clinic, the doctor, you know, there's a whole thing about, you know, where he comes from and how people perceive him, you know. Uh, I think that was a really nice touch. Not to you know? Off, but like the Asians, because you don't... You know? You know? I hate to say the Asians, but it came off really bad. <laughs> but, um, but it was nice to see, you know, because Asians don't get a lot of, you know, flag for a lot of stuff, or they don't get included in a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. it was cool to see diversity, especially... And And to make that point in that conversation, you know, it does. And I think we'll get there. I don't think the hopefully not. I don't know him, but hopefully director, producer and all that, you know, they're not exclusively keeping us out, you know, but I think hopefully, hopefully they will get there and hopefully they'll see, hey, you know, I could add a little bit more diversity to this scene or to this 
add this character in or whatever. But I think in due time, hopefully that's where it will lead. But like I said, I'm not going to write it out right now because I don't see somebody immediately. We're in the fourth episode. Like, who knows? You know? <laughs> yes. Like, yes. To like, hopefully. Yeah. You know, if not, let's say they go through the whole season. It's something you bring to their attention. You know, something we can write a letter to, shoot an email to. Hey, love your show. It's absolutely amazing. Just want to know that I'm Afro-Indigenous. I would love to see somebody, you know, rep- a representation of me within this show because there are so many Black natives, especially where I come from in my reservation. It's very common. It's a growing population. I love you. I'm going to give you your flowers. This is just something I noticed and I hope we can get to that point. Boom, yeah. that's all. You don't have to uprise immediately and be like, there ain't nobody in there looking like me. This show's terrible. Like, that's, what I'm, that's where I'm at with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. That, I mean, I, I, you got to pick and choose your battles. And trust me, I'm, you know, fist in the air now. <laughs> ready, ready for a battle. Like that, exactly. Like, me, you know, you mental know. health warrior. We already established your warriorism. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know, I'm down for the cause, you know. I have, you know, I'm very, you know, I like, I, I want to see my race in there as well. I'm very black power, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything else, you know, and I wear my braid with pride, but it's like, just give Come it a on. minute, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just give minute we don't got to react immediately i understand where you're coming from i appreciate it. like i get it with the sephora ad you know that was oh, an issue as well oh, um, i forgot that about that i think that's completely yeah. different yeah. than what this is so let's not bash our own let's give it a little bit of time and if it's if it is an issue you know we'll respectfully you know bring that up but otherwise yeah. just keep laughing just keep watching yeah oh for sure <laughs> definitely keep keep watching it and get others people other people to watch it as well uh just for the pure joy you know like share the mm-hmm. love itself um and yeah that, i mean based in, sorry, based in oklahoma yeah is that that's your question where they, yeah, that's the, where the show's like, like based the at, setting right? yeah Okay, I wonder what part, like, because I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Like, that would that would have been cool to do, like, a cool shot of, because, you know, the Tulsa massacre, or not mm. saying that's what they need to spotlight, but, like, obviously, they could, there obviously is apparently, there is a lot of black people in Oklahoma. There's a lot of deep rooted mm-hmm. history, especially black history as well in Oklahoma, Ooh. that there, yes. that would have been a cool tie for them to pay attention to and to incorporate and ingrain in their show. Yeah. You know? Because obviously, like we mentioned plenty of times before, Black culture is highly idolized with the Native communities. So Shut I think, up. you know, you can give us our flowers as well by incorporating a few Black characters. That would be nice to yeah. see. But well, I'm they do. Gonna, that's like that's the thing. They have some Black characters. Uh, but like, you know, like yeah, somebody that like has Like a main staple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That well, so nice. that's, that's me settling. some history. Yeah. yeah some where history. I'm just, like, just find a cool way. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Because I'm like, well, at least I'm seeing these things. At least this person owns this shop. At at least this person is in um, in the housing projects. At least this person is around just to show that, you know, mm-hmm. these people are around. Again, this is very <laughs> minimal. This is very... Yeah, you know. I think me and you However, are like, you know, it's exactly, cool. You know? Exactly. It's cool. Like, where I'm just, just like, well, you know, at least wherever. it's that. You know, I'm like, at least Not it's we're something. we're people of all Afro-Indigenous no, people to be like, by oh, no, far, please do never give me that title. Please never. I, I do not need that 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 pressure or anything. That responsibility. Definitely not. But yeah. I think, like, I'm just saying, like, we're not the type to be like, oh, those those you know, they're tripping over there. It's cool. Just keep rolling. We're not saying that either. You know, yeah. we're we're one with them as yes. well or with us. But it's yes. just like you know, we're in the fourth episode. Let's just keep you know keep. Well, that's what tripped me for, out about seeing you know? it. Which I don't know why I was shocked that people were like upset. Yeah, I was. I saw like a couple threads. Um, where people were just like going in about it and I was just like, oh, 
Um, yeah, I just feel like it's a little unnecessary at this time period. Yeah. You know, it's not. I mean, I get it too because it's like that's kind of why we started this show is because we aren't really accepted as our own, and I don't want to get deep right away. I just feel like we're in the fourth episode. If it is an issue, I think there's enough of us to see, you know, reach out to them to send out an email. You yeah. know, I think it's okay, and I hope you know if we have to get there, then cool. No problem. I have no problem sending that email, but I don't feel like we need an uprising because that just that more than anything it's going to bother you and it's kind of yeah. unnecessarily fuel to to your fire your own fire you yeah. know it's not really necessary right now um just keep watching you know unless they got some kind of cut that i don't got that right. you know, they seen the whole season or something <laughs> but, you know if it, if it is an issue that pre-release for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, know. yeah, for me personally, I'm just it. like, yeah, oh, I, I get it too. Um, mm-hmm. And then personally, I'm just like, oh, that's their thing. Like, I'm not going to tell another artist how to do their thing um, yet. Yeah, then it's for me, like, then my mental check, I'm like, all right, like, again, this is something that I have on my vision board, you know, like I want to get yeah. into, um, you know, okay, so which writers do I need to get together? Which camera people do I need to get exactly. together? You know, exactly. to like write our own show, to do our own thing, you know, exactly. and not that it has to be our own as in separate yet you know not putting any type of title or license on somebody else's project you know snap 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 Um, that's exactly what i'm saying and it's like you shouldn't even if you don't if you choose not to reach out somebody in their creative space that's their creative space it's not that it doesn't speak for anything else it's like if you're not getting what feels like you need needs to be seen you do you're a create we're all creatives in our own right yeah go out and do it the way you need to do it and share the message you need to share as well you know so it's like i understand where you know we're coming from with this for sure because it's all we we're not painted in almost any pictures so i understand that but at the same time i'm not one of complain i'm about taking action you know because mm-hmm. a lot of words i'm better at my actions than i am with my words and it's just like hey if this is something that i want if this is a picture i want my kids and my community and my grandkids to see you know and it's not being done why am i going to wait for other people to paint that picture for them i can paint it myself yeah. you know so it's all in due time but you know give it a minute you know yeah. you know you don't know you don't Right? Just like that uh, that black native walk through the shot at the end of the season. You know what I mean? You don't know. You know, you don't know. I'm saying though, right? Uh remember there was like a a black native person in Rutherford Falls, I think it was like episode seven or episode eight, and I was like, I spotted one. Uh (laughs) yeah. So yeah, you just never know when it's gonna come and uh or if it is a possibility so yeah don't rule it out and either way yeah i guess creative license however you know at the exact same time these are the same conversations that we're having over and over um yeah it's just one of the things that stood out uh with not for now i mean always but (laughs) yeah yeah no i um I actually watched an interview that my mom sent me. So shout out to my mom. Thank you ever so much uh, for sending a interview uh, with people behind the scenes of reservation dogs. And that's what one of the people talked about. Actually, Uh, they were like, you know, so much of ours, like I identified so much in my youth and my childhood um, with black cinema, with black uh, entertainment. Uh, and so, you know, and so much of us, because that's where we saw ourselves. That was the only thing that was up on the screen uh, and the only thing that likened to our experience, you know, which is something that we've talked about. Uh, and so it was even kind of cool, like even hearing that um, mm-hmm. in, in in the writer's room, or at least in, in this one interview, being like that acknowledgement of like, yeah, you know, like we didn't have this type of stuff on the screen before. And so the only thing that I kind of 
saw myself in or like felt a similar experience were these types of movies or these types of things that showed this type of experience, uh, mm-hmm. which, yeah, just reiterates or reaffirms that very thing that we talk about, you know? So, uh, again, yeah, I'm, it's a journey and, uh, you know, we're out here having it these is. conversations and, and here we are a part of it. Uh, and that's all that matters is yes. having those conversations because people who want to hear it will hear it, you know? Yeah. But speaking of giving your flowers, I want to, before we head out, I want to acknowledge Colorado. I don't know if you've heard about it, but um, their governor voided an 1864 order to kill Native Americans on August 17th of this year. So obviously long overdue, but, you know, we appreciate the acknowledgement. You know, I mean, we're not from Colorado. Definitely all due respect to those tribes, but us as Native Americans, um, Got that acknowledgement. So I'm just going to read a quick little blurb. I'm not going to go through it all. Um, According to AP News, Governor Jared Polis on Tuesday, well, August 17th, rescinded a 19th century proclamation that called for citizens um, to kill Native Americans and take their property and what he hopes can bring to make amends to sins of the past. The 1864 order by Colorado Second Territorial or yeah, territorial um, governor John Evans would eventually lead to the Sand Creek Massacre, one of Colorado's darkest and most f- fraught historic um, moments. <clears throat> Excuse me. The brutal assault left more than 200 Arapaho and Cheyenne people, mostly women, children, and elderly dead. So I'm not going to keep going through the article. You know, we do appreciate the acknowledgement. Um, this was something, like I said, that was long overdue. And as noted, the governor felt as though this is the beginning of making amends. And although this may be a stride in the right direction in terms of Native acknowledgement, if the goal is to give us our flowers, really give us our flowers. Yeah. This is our basic right that supposedly the direct Declaration of Independence established <laughs> for us. And I'm not trying to be negative, but we can't get back all of the ancestors we so devastatingly lost. What actions are you putting forth for our next generation? What laws or benefits are you establishing for the betterment of our people? So all in all, I appreciate us getting the apologies, but how many are we going to get before we start seeing some action put in place of these words that is my whole <laughs> my whole spiel on that i do like i said i appreciate it just being a native person for the the acknowledgement and everything that went down and kind of reversing that you know it's devastating to know that mm-hmm. you know you could legally kill native, native americans just yeah. for no reason yeah. and take their property for no reason um but still i'm just at that point now where i'm starting like i appreciate the apology but it shouldn't have happened in the first place so how are you going to benefit my people and my future generations what laws are you really going to establish so that way my children don't even have to have the fear of this happening again you know and it's like yeah i just i like i said i'm appreciative of it but at the same time like it was good news to hear devastating news to hear to know that you know our brothers and sisters were put at risk for so long you know legally you know Mm -hmm. let alone we already endure it illegally Mm -hmm. but legally being able to do those things and to harm us um that was devastating but it's like i don't know it just doesn't it still doesn't sit right with me just how people of power and those politicians who can sit there i'm sorry i'm sorry and we're supposed to praise them and take them in and take them into our tribe give them a pendleton blanket and just you know have a uh, whole ceremony while they're standing there like i'm over that point right yeah. now and i hate to like you know yeah burn me for saying it or whatever they say like but like i'm tired no, of burn that me at like, the why stake. are you exactly there we go that's what it is it's like i'm 
not going to bring this white man into ceremony just thanking him, you know, appreciating him, giving him all the all the clout for, you know, apologizing. Mm. You know, <laughs> like put some action behind those words, you know. Yeah. That's just but I did want to acknowledge it because yes, it is it is probably a moment in history especially for that tribe, but at the same time it's like I'm just tired of people saying we're working to do better. This is just a start, you know, and you're hyping yeah. us up. It's like we're going to receive more and we're actually going to be get, you know, paid for our dues, you know, rent's due. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you know, and it's like, it's time for us to collect. It's time for you guys. It's not about saying sorry. You know, it's about righting yes. your wrongs and doing the complete opposite and actually acting on your apology, on apology. You know, you feel, you should feel terrible you should feel like crap for everything that you know your your answers your ancestors did to mine yeah you know but it's like it's time to start i'm not saying I, we need handouts that's the last thing I, that i'm saying because we've gotten this far on our own to establish us but at the same time we're living in your country and apology isn't going to do it it doesn't you're not you know you're not bringing those back those people who endured so much back to life you're not giving anything back to them so you need to start you know reclaim you know giving back in some sort of way now that's how you really say sorry yeah. you know that's how you really enforce change that's really how you right your wrongs is actually helping the next generation you know so that's my little rant but wow. i just wanted to say you know I wanted to acknowledge Colorado, just, you know, especially their people more than anything, mm -hmm. you know, not their governor, not their political system. I just want to acknowledge Colorado and just give my respects to those families who actually had to endure that, you know? Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Thank you for bringing that up. Because, uh, yeah, definitely something on the mind, yet it's always awesome that you come with these things so lined up, ready to just, you know, spit fire on it. I meant to bring it up our last show because it just actually yeah, just it was, Yeah, it was current then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and um, I didn't. I feel you. Like, I, I got on the I phone and I was myself. like, dang it, I forgot about this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when we were done yeah, recording. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, just wanted to kind of throw that out there for those of you who didn't know now, you know. Yeah. One thing that I, I want to personally hop into uh, that I just kind of started like listening to today. I'll even send you some of these videos that I went through today because they're low key life changing. Uh, however, um, even the plight of like the freedmen um, in the mid territories, so, like Oklahoma area. Uh, and so like uh, basically the black freedmen. Um, that were guaranteed rights through the five civilized tribes. Uh, anyways, like this whole history that's really unfolding right now uh, and how um, basically the, yeah, the freedmen are being excluded um, from their, uh, their rights and privileges of being of native descent uh, and brought into um, these peoples. I, I'm not explaining it very well. Um, and I'm trying to be very general as to not misinform <laughs> anyone um, mm. yet. So as I just mentioned, completely starting the journey yet uh, it's, it's so um, critical and just seeing it and, and it, really some of the things that really just stood out to again is like the sense of belonging, how like, uh, I have the privilege of belonging in that, like, you know, I can tie myself to land and space and to the people, 
um, and have like my direct connection to where even though like, yeah, I may want to complain about blood quantum itself and the fact that like, you know, the amount of blood that I have is not the determining factor of what I am. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. at the exact same time, I do have that additional privilege of growing up in natural homelands connected to people who still have ties to traditional ceremony. So I have this sense of belonging within who I am, um, that I've just always, I'm like, no matter what you say, you can never take this thing away from me. Right. Whereas Mm -hmm. like other people don't necessarily have that. Uh, and they can be any more or less, uh, quote unquote, n- native in regards to like amount of blood and whatever that means, you know, again, being very clinical with this conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. Yet, yeah, it, it just trips me out. These like small reminders and uh, just seeing that like other people are just just hearing about the other things that are still happening to this day, like the the, the different types of redlining uh and superior superiority complex that's being executed just within like the tribal governments and uh, their decision-making where they're, you know, they're using the freedmen to count in order to get their COVID relief funds up, you know, cause they have more citizens yet they're excluding them from the actual distribution of the funds, you know? So it's like these actual policies that are affecting the black citizens uh, of these different nations. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a trip, you know, cause then like they're going off of like the DAS rolls, which were like the, the lists, um, way back in the day, you know, where it's like established a list of like you and all your slaves. Um, and then the ones that were freed in order to like come into the tribes, so then, you know, their enrollment lists basically yet they weren't all put on the enrollment list because of discrimination back in the day, you know, and now mm-hmm. they're operating, operating off of these enrollment lists being like, well, if you can't prove your descendancy, um, because they're not on these lists, then can you really prove anything? You know, where it's just mm-hmm. like, y'all excluded us way back in the day yet. I can still trace my stuff. Um, I don't know. So there's like a lot of, and, it, and it's real time. It's, it's literally happening right now, you know, which is oh, like wow. a trip that like these black natives are like getting like the, the, they're fighting, you know? Um, yeah. whereas like, even though like we are fighting in our own way, it's definitely not the same fight, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so it, it just kind of trips me out hearing about the otherness out there and, um, and wanting to learn more and wanting to unite more because really it is going to come down to, um, our black and native, our, our African and pre American people coming together, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and really returning back to us and, and working together because that was another point that was made is like reparations can't happen for one and not the other, because as soon as like, say all the, all the money goes to native people, then like, you know, then the black community is like, well, wait, what about us? You know, uh, yeah. all the money goes to black people, uh, in regards to reparations. And it's like, well, what about the portion of that in, 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 in native reparation, you know? So it's like, it's only through us uniting and only through us all getting, uh, reparations basically, um, more than just monetarily, you know, all of that, yeah. a full encompassing, um, thing of, concept of reparations, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. acknowledgement, responsibility, equity, change, you know, uh, stewardship, uh, resource return, all the things, you know, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just, uh, just a big reminder about all of that, you know, 
and if we are going on little rants really quick, another rant too is just like <laughs> trying to figure out because of tribal government and because of light blood quantum and things like that and these different concerns. Another one that really stands out to me in my personal journey um, is uh, working again, trying to find myself in the language, uh, trying to understand concepts of non-binary existence of non-heterosexual normative uh, existence uh, you know what is our pre-contact understanding of gender roles and of sexual expression of of all the things you know where it's not so limiting um, and in that doing a lot of like again go to YouTube listening to a lot of like two-spirit stuff or whatever it actually like low-key breaks my heart that there's only of the 500 plus currently federally recognized tribes uh there's only and that's not acknowledging all tribes and all peoples over time uh yet there's only like it's less than 50 i think it's like 30 or like in the 20s of of those people of these sovereign nations that allow for same-sex marriage um because they have the actual right to do so uh and uh there's even washington tribes yet like our tribe isn't you know um, <laughs> and my voice just kind of shook as i was like saying that um and I know it's not like the biggest deal yet at the exact same time. It's just like another marker of being like, even when we have the power to like exercise our sovereignty or like our, our federal status as being a separate nation um, to where, you know, we can say, you know, it doesn't matter what the fuck y'all think. Like we are going to assert that we support our people and that we will allow them the capability to do these things um, within our way and we'll uphold it uh, in your legal system based on, you know, our powers to do so. Uh, and then that doesn't happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that again, it's not like the biggest thing and there's way more pressing issues. Uh, yeah. It's just like another thing where it's like, even when we do have the power to like uplift our people or to support, um, when we look to see if that support is actually in place or, you know, in practice, uh, and mm -hmm. to see that it isn't, or maybe I'm just not seeing where it is. Uh, it's just like disheartening. Yeah. Anyways. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you for being disheartened because <laughs> I feel like there's there's a lot, you know, that I think that needs to be done. And the tribe's a dictatorship. I mean, whether they choose to believe it or not, you know, it's that we have a certain group of people who makes our decisions for us. Mm -hmm. um, and until we're able to, you know, expound on the skillful people we have in our tribe and actually take what they say seriously, you know, and not to down, down talk my tribe at all. I know there's yeah. not, I'm not saying all people who are in control aren't doing their best, yeah. you know, aren't playing a listening ear. I'm just saying that um, they could listen a lot closer to some of our needs, some of our wants, some of our, you know, the things that need to be changed. And um, I think we'll get there. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. people yeah. can easily say, no, it's always been this way, but it's ex that exact kind of thinking that gets us nowhere. And I think you have to have extreme optimism and you should have extreme optimism when it comes to your people. I know how hard and how difficult it can be. Don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. But um, I think just seeing how many beautiful minds we have within our tribe, including you, Kellen, and Aww. other people that I've met, it's just like, you know, I think we'll get there. It may not be in our lifetime. Hopefully it is. But I think um, I think we'll get there in our yeah. own way, you know, and it might not be through the tribe. Right. It might not be 
it might not be on the platforms that have always been, you know, who knows what yeah. platform we may create. Um, but I think we'll get there and it takes us, it takes us listening. It takes us throwing, it takes these little rants, yes. but also having a solution in mind, um, to get us there, you yeah. know? So I think we'll get there for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, I definitely have yeah. faith. And, uh, thanks for including me in that number. I appreciate it. Well, you know, duh. you're in there too, <laughs> Shadi. Um, and I want to be very clear that I have no intentions of marrying, um, nor anytime soon on top of that. It's just a fact, uh, that, you know, if I wanted to, um, there's no plans here. I got, I got nothing in the works. Um, so, <laughs> um, not that it's a pressing issue by any means yet, you know, uh, say come the day. Cause then, you know, like we know, just like with kids, you know, blood quantum itself, having to divide our blood again, is our, is our kid going to have enough quote unquote blood to be considered nest purse in order to be enrolled? Yeah. You know, the language of us even saying that itself, I am an enrolled member of, you know, like we're mm-hmm. just buying into this colonial system, uh, which, yeah. you know, I've, just realized that too i was just oh yeah the more that i say that i'm like oh goodness you know um yet yeah it's 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 our reality uh however the encouraging side of this whole thing and especially trying to find myself in the dictionary is looking a little bit simpler in that um the word ippy uh is used as like a third person singular word So like what we would understand in English as she, he, or they, it P encompasses all of that. It's a genderless third person singular. So, you know, like if I wanted to say like that person drinks water or, you know, like it P hypnacusacus. I think I conjugated that or hypnacusacus. I think I conjugated right but like if he he was taught like that person is good um so yeah it it stood out because yeah if he itself is genderless uh and so like our concept our concept of speaking nimi putimtki in the nespers language it's in as an i or im a for you and a p for that other you know that third person uh Mm. and it's only through attachments of being like Frog maiden, it pee does this. Um, young boy, it pee does that. Uh, so, like, the a pee itself is just a, a designation for like a being, for this third person singular being. Uh, and it's through the descriptions that we add to a pee that give it its role or its gender. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, I, I it, it didn't hit me at first. It took a lot of revolutions and finally I really stepped back and I was like, yes. Um, I mean, that is the major thing is like stepping back and realizing like, I don't need to go out and search for like the specific word that designates what my gender role or my established uh, position in the society of pre-contact Nimipu people is, uh, just even the acknowledgement of like, even the way that we speak about one another does not designate directly um a he or she on it it's it's only through the english translation that that comes about uh and so yeah i i don't know that just like really like struck my heart in the last few weeks is that kind of fact and so it's like i'm working to like step back to that to being a p rather than you know the strict binary of like he or she 
um, mm-hmm. and just being like the a p like they the the non gendered being you know um yeah because yeah that's that's how we knew each other we're a p um anyways it's a it's a starting point in this journey, so the counterpoint to the other thing that I had earlier so yeah. No, I love that breakdown. Yeah, it's a little song. <laughs> yeah. I love your little ads of today. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm living oh for my it. Gosh. It's a facial expression for me. <laughs> Again, yeah. Not see, catching it, but it's so, I it's, love it. I'm you living have the visual communication. However, they do get to catch the magic because we are experiencing the visual communication. So it's only amplifying what we put out through our voices. Uh, Exactly. You know, (laughs) imagine if we were just like both like not sharing our camera and just kind of like talking into a microphone. Definitely not the same. Uh, So, yeah, I thank you for for even the smiles and the faces that you give because it. It definitely helps with the energy. Thank you. I, I don't probably look crazy. I, I do not pay attention to my face. Lord, I'm And it's so funny. It's just like when I'm watching you, sometimes it doesn't feel like we're live. I feel like I'm watching something. So I'm like, my facial expressions probably look a hot mess. Like I probably it's like jaw dropped. It just like, like I, it look. Exactly. I probably look like I'm just zoning out because sometimes I like sometimes I really feel like I'm watching something that is just very like knowledgeable, like on TV or something. Oh, like watch I'm watching out. you. Okay, and, like, then. Sometimes I have to catch myself because I'm like I probably look crazy, just, like <laughs> just staring because I forget we're actually this is this is our communication nowadays. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we're, we're live, but yep. like. I'm like, I got to pay attention to my face because he's probably just like, why are you looking at me like that? I'm like, oh, sorry. I thought I was watching TV. <laughs> right. Uh, so good. Oh, Go. I don't know if you noticed. I meant to ask. Um, what do you think of the whole Kyrie Irving? Oh, my gosh. I just like, saw that in passing. I just saw a blanket, like you said, recent. a Pendleton blanket wrapped around a shoulder <laughs> and a lot of people taking a picture in, yeah. in, a, like in, a, in a government office. Uh, Very recent. What's your idea on it? Okay, wait, so, so, please, so, what is the he thing? Got, he's enrolled. Okay, and, th- and that was the thing, is that, like... Th- he's enrolled it, in the um, Lakota tribe now. Okay, and was there a long process behind this? Like, has it been, like, a thing, or is just, like, okay... I believe there was. That's yeah, see, I just I'm saw, I just saw that one <laughs> picture. Opinion. I literally just saw that one picture, and it was, like, congratulations, and I was just, like, oh, was this a thing? Was I just not aware... That it was like the mm-hmm. plight of Kyrie, like get his enrollment. Um, well, what are your or, thoughts on it? That's my that's my real question. You um, saw it. I mean, I I I, the, I'm just struck by the blanket. Um, I don't know that I have that. Well, can I bounce off of you? You bounce off of me. Um, oh, so gosh. yeah, let, let me see what let okay. me see what your bounce is because it sounds like you got a little a little something on it. Anyways, no, I don't got it. There's no salt Not on in it. a bad you know, it's way. Perfectly, just, it's perfectly yeah. seasoned. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I once I scrolled and I seen it and I'm like, no hate towards Kyrie. Trust me. No, he seems like a really cool, chill dude. From what I hear, he's a chill dude. And what came to mind was just like, I know there has to be a blood quantum issue for so many people who actually are Oglala, you know, who are trying to get into their tribe or if it's been a fight for them to get enrolled and they 
were probably asked for so many backup, you know, so much, so many different documents. You know, they probably were born and raised yeah. um, within the tribe. And then here comes this celebrity who just kind of gets brought up to the front of the pile and it's like, okay, you're enrolled and everybody's accepting and accepting and there's just a whole bunch of clout. And, you know, it's just, yeah. like I said, no, absolutely nothing to Kyrie at all. Like, that's great. You know, if he wants to touch into his roots, of course, you know, there's so many black people, especially you don't get that privilege to actually find a deep understanding from where they're coming from. So I'm very happy for that for him. Yeah. It's just the other other kids or, you know, people who had a who grew up surrounded by their own who didn't get to become enrolled. And it's not for the sense of being enrolled and being counted, you know, you are, or you aren't. It's for those facts that could have helped them thrive in life, whether it was financial assistance, whether it was programs, therapy, whatever it is, they got excluded for the, from those resources that could have bettered their lives in so many different ways. Um, and were denied, you know, and it's because yeah. I feel like the only reason he probably was accepted, um, or at least pushed up to the front of the pile is because he was a celebrity, Yeah, you know, but that's just my take. Like I said, absolutely nothing for Kyrie. I'm very, very proud that he was able to get acknowledged, um, not acknowledged, but he's able to acknowledge his roots and where he comes from. And it kind of gives him a connect connectiveness to his family and his mom. Um, but it's just the others that I kind of feel, you know, bad for because they're not a celebrity and it's yeah. like they didn't get that chance, you yeah. know, to get those opportunities to be in the place that, you know, that, you know, be, be in those rooms that Kyrie was in or yeah. are, is in now because they don't have those benefits um, that other tribals members do um, to be acknowledged for their talents or their skill sets or whatever. But um, that's just kind of my take on it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very current event. So that's why I wanted yeah. to see your your thoughts on it and like i said no hate no shade nothing i just i just i didn't i when i scroll it i'm just like okay it's probably because you know he's a celebrity i think like i said he should he is lakota apparently and it's like i'm not saying apparently because that sounds terrible but like yeah. he is lakota <laughs> and from what i like know like the very thing we know, come up on here talking well, about like, i don't being have like... documents in front of my face <laughs> know. you know what i'm yes, saying yes. i can't speak yeah. for anything i'm not even a part of that tribe i just that's why i say apparently right. or allegedly or whatever but it's like he, he, I'm sure he is. I doubt he would. I mean, As I don't the story know him, goes, but I'm yeah. just saying, yes. you know. Yes, yes. No <laughs> questioning. Just, no just hate, no yes. As the story just, goes. You know. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I'm not trying to come off as, you know, as poking holes. Exactly. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to stir the pot, you know. Right. <laughs> it's just, um, but yeah, that was just kind of my, my, when I seen it, I was like, okay. Yeah, it's I think cool that's for him, for yeah. sure. Great for him. And I'm very glad. Yeah. And like it even ties back to what you were talking about to how some, you know, black people can't get the, you know, the acknowledgement mm. that they should mm -hmm. be having. And that's why I'm saying I'm extremely, extremely proud of him. But, you know, obviously for the others that have been, you know, who live and breathe Lakota and um, have been kind of pushed out in a lot of ways or held back when they could have been thriving. Those are the people I'm just like, you know, it's more of a it's more of a thing towards the tribal government than it is towards him. There's absolutely nothing that I have against him. It's just yeah. more of yeah. tribal government, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about it like that. Bounce, it, start bouncing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bounce <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I got a mystical bounce back in my head now. Um, anyways, uh, 
first thing that I hear basically is or like that thing is like very much like, okay. Like I saw it and I was like, okay. You know, like it didn't like strike a huge chord with me or like this whole thing. So it's just like, okay. You know? Um, and again, it's like not a hateful thing, not a disrespectful thing yet. It's not like the biggest deal um, to me where it's like groundbreaking and things. However, I know that for other people, it's like, oh my gosh, this is a huge deal. Uh, and I think mm. the thing that's so like for me, the shoulder shrug okay about it is kind of the celebrity factor that you are talking about. Uh, and so, yeah, just hearing you say that, yeah, it does. It like, it is one of those things that you think about. It's like, well, yeah, did this just get expedited because of the notoriety where it's like, hey, look, we accepted this person into our community. Uh, this person who is high achieving and well known beyond um, many of the borders uh, that, you know, we have in this world. Uh, and look at, they're a part of our community. They're covered shoulder to shoulder in a blanket and the, 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 the members of the people are here, you know, like, like how you bring up, keep bringing up the blanket. <laughs> well, because once you brought up the blanket, I'm like, the blanket is so key. And also because yes, it's, it's so key that the blanket is so key. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, then, so now hearing you, you say that, I'm like, yeah, that is road. bomb though. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. I you, you oh, go no. off if I said Buffalo Road. Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not the blanket with the robe. That's a game changer. <laughs> For real. Um, you got the uh, whole robe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Beaded, fully painted on. Just, oh, oh my I gosh. Uh, can you imagine? I can't. Standing on a blanket. Oh, and you get to take the blanket home. <laughs> what? No play. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Bundles. <laughs> Look, if I had all this in my enrollment, oh, no, I'm playing. Just throw in some leggings and some mocks, please. Exactly. Like, let's call it good. Cannot. Yeah, like my cousins. I think of my cousins right away because, like, again, some of my cousins aren't able to enroll. The majority of my cousins Mm -hmm. were able to enroll because we we come from a different grandfather. Yeah, our grandfather passed away and my grandmother remarried, had a different, um, a couple other kids. And so then they don't have the exact same blood that we have, the, the first part of us grandchildren, you know. So there's a later part of my grand or of the grandkid sweep and of my younger first cousins and or siblings that aren't able to enroll yet they are active members on in, in our homelands on our reservation in the schools on the sports teams uh and in community yet they're not afforded the same rights and even with like the cares acts monies that we've gotten you know like they don't receive any of that uh mm-hmm. or you know the job programs the mentorship programs that you get to have uh on the, in the summer or throughout the year where students get to work for different tribal departments uh you know they don't get access to that even though their Mm -hmm. actual blood family is you know in in these departments uh even though they are actual contributors to the community itself uh, they mm-hmm. don't get any portion of this, you know, so it's already happening. Uh, and I, I low key had like a guilty way today. Cause I thought about that. Cause I was just like, we've received, I think two and or three bits of COVID money. And I'm like, here I am just like fully imparting like my colonial structure by not even supporting 
by, by, by just taking all this money and not supporting my family members who were being excluded by our tribal government, even though it doesn't fit Nimipu Witki, even though it doesn't fit the people's way of taking care of one another. I'm complicit in this by just taking the entire amount and not even thinking, having a second thought about my literal family members who are being excluded from this relief money because of blood quantum itself. You know, that was a really mm-hmm. crazy realization to have today. Uh, yeah, it's really made me think, you know? And so like, even you saying that right now, like, it's so true, you know, like him getting bumped up, um, like, yeah, it's great. And, and, and so it's great for his individual story. And so acknowledgement, affirmation, acceptance of his individual story, yet moving beyond that and looking past his individual example. Yeah. Then it makes you think about all these other people who are existing in the space and who have been for possibly even generations yet haven't been able mm-hmm. to be um, accepted in the exact same way into their very own community that they are living, breathing and contributing to. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm very proud for him. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's just, and it's not my tribe, so it's not like I'm gonna yeah, go not start my people. a revolt. But I, I just yeah. know if it was my tribe, you know, they got the double tap. There, I, I gave it a double tap. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no hate. The red yeah, little heart is lit up. So I would be like, okay, if this is what's going on, like y'all need to step it up because yeah. we have plenty of youth out here. We have plenty of members out here who are passing along our traditions, but you weren't giving them any acknowledgement. But that's it. Like, very, like I said, very proud of him. But, you know, there's probably a lot of tribes out there that need to step it up if that's, you know, the game they're running. So, oh, but not game. oh gosh, that sounded Ooh. terrible. I didn't mean to be, like, make y'all sound corrupt. I'm just saying, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. What, you know, I'm not within that yeah. tribe. I just know if it, like I said, I can only speak as if it was my own. And if it was my own, you know, and just knowing that, hey, if my, you know, my kids, if they don't marry within the tribe, but you know, they're, they teach, they remember all the customs and traditions that I'm hoping to pass down to them and their children, Yeah, you know, and to know someone can just kind of loggy, not lolly guy, but someone can come up and, you know, get enrolled when my children, my grandchildren have been a part of this tribe and all, you know, in the ways that they should be, you know, it'd be a little frustrating. So I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I just know I can understand people who are a little frustrated um yeah and that's just kind of it but like i said totally proud for go Kyrie. that's cool and i'm hopefully I, he seems like the type like he'll bring a lot of light to the tribe yeah um yeah he seems like a humble guy so yeah. i'm like that's that's a great choice yeah you know so and then maybe you never know maybe he has that platform to speak up for people who don't have you know the exactly blood quantum is an issue so yeah hopefully let's just say hopefully he uses the platform the way he needs to and notice notices his privilege um and kind of helps out with the remainder of the tribe but like i said it ain't got nothing to do with me i'm just so you know, know that's my two cents yeah. <laughs> Knox Lepit, you are so welcome yep. <laughs> can i get a receipt right. no joking i know <laughs> no nothing i'm just being dumb yeah i'm just being dumb don't listen to me this is a bad uncle joke or dad today. joke today. <laughs> oh, anyway yes Thank you for this day. Thank you for this awesome meeting. Thank you for our friendship. Um, And what what, what what your 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 name again? So we didn't talk about it. So on that note, we're gonna go. 
<laughs> so good. Uh, All right. Kota Hachnu. It, it's been real. Until next time, guys. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya Pihechnu. See you next time. <laughs>